0: What's up, party people, and welcome to a brand new episode of New Normal Wrestling, found exclusively right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am your host, Johnny Bones, along with the NNW crew, getting ready to bring you this week's dose of kayfabe consumption as we talk about a week in the state of wrestling. On today's episode, we're going to break down and review the results from the Royal Rumble, 2023 Royal Rumble, that is live from the Alamo Dome in San Antonio, Texas. And of course, going to get into the aftermath from Monday Night Raw. We're going to talk some AEW. We're going to probably talk some other wrestling promotions as as we do each and every week. And then we're going to get into some uh, wrestling video games. That's right, 2K23 coming out this year. Going to pass it over to our very own brother Wade to talk some video games. Let me introduce you guys. The rest of our panel here, the rest of our hosts first, everyone, please rise because we are being graced by podcast royalty once again this evening. It's always a pleasure to have this man sitting across from me virtually, of course. Uh, This man, excuse my voice, guys, this man has many, many, many names, but he is the one and the only podcast royalty himself, the podcast king. Let's give it up for the one and the only Lloyd lavish. Ooh, royal and lavish wade ilson
1: what's going on what's going on uh man what a past couple days in mm-hmm. wrestling
2: <laughs>
1: boy the rumble was fun and i think this can possibly go down as one of my favorite royal rumbles of all time could it go
0: could it go down as one of the best rumbles in history
1: yes Absolutely. Like,
0: I'm glad you said that because i like to have that conversation. But let's have that conversation with our third man in the booth. He's the guy that's filling your prescriptions this week, this week for your dose of kayfabe consumption. Let's give it up for the one and the only
3: doctor of desire himself, Dr. Kayfabe, Kayfabe Phil. Yo, what up, gents? I just came back from my dumpster diving session at Sammy Zayn's house. And boy, <laughs> do I have some wonderful signatures to be selling you guys. I am feeling very, very oozy tonight
0: what i love about that is that i guarantee you ever since royal rumble ended phil sat in the corner of his his bedroom with a notebook writing out that monologue i was like yo this week's episode this is my this is my fucking intro phil i love it dude you always come with some fresh shit every week man but of course as always glad to have you all here on board uh so let's get into it guys royal rumble overall what'd you guys think of the pay-per-view from start to finish bell to
3: buzzer
1: you want to go you want to take absolutely ball?
3: sorry i was uh i was uh still excelling to make sure that i won the uh our rumble predictions from from last week or at least that bones didn't win and um <laughs> man, always got it out for me bro uh just being objective here gentlemen um it was one of the best royal rumbles i've watched in a very long time um What I found interesting is I like to go back and look at the recaps from some of the uh, top reporting outfits. I look at usually CBS Sports. I look at SI. I look at ESPN, Bleacher Report, uh, even Forbes. They do a really good WWE coverage. Um, I was surprised to see that the, the spread was pretty wide for reviews on both the men's and women's Rumble matches. Um it was entertaining. Both of them were very entertaining. Um uh, once again, I'm gonna I'm gonna come back to something that we've talked about. WWE ruined the chance with giving away Cody Rhodes' return and then having him come in at number 30 on the men's rumble. Mm-hmm. Complete backwards mm-hmm. uh, thinking that is probably my biggest critique of everything that went down. Logan Paul and Ricochet have set the pace for biggest spot of the year Mm -hmm. with the giant top rope center ring smash And, and which we'll talk more about. But Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens did an amazing job of reigniting a rivalry that carried WWE through one of the worst parts of COVID Mm -hmm. And, and the match by itself is on the match of the year list. And then if you want to put what happened afterwards with it, then I will say that we already have our match of the year and one of the biggest pops in a quarter century. And that opens up
0: to a lot of questions too. Now that we're on the road to WrestleMania, the aftermath specifically of the Roman and KO match. But I totally agree with what Phil said about um Cody. You know, they at first I didn't care that they let the cat out of the bag that hey's he's going to be uh, returning at the Rumble. But to come in at number thirty, like we already knew at that point who thirty was going to be. If you're going to already announce it. Have him come in early, at least in the first 10. Fucking fine. Have him come in at 17. Not at 30, though. I think that was a waste of telling us that he's going to be returning at the Rumble. Brother Wade, what are your thoughts on on Cody uh, returning to the Rumble, being in at number 30, and then just overall the, pay- the rest of the pay-per-view?
1: Uh, I have no issues with Cody returning where he did. Um, as of medical reports, Fightful said that he wasn't cleared till day of the Rumble. He was okay. not cleared. So him being where you guys said, yes, yeah, 17, 15, 20 mm-hmm. would mm-hmm. have been fine. But you know what? There was a risk of injury. That's why they kept him at 30, which is a safe spot. He can be in there for a good amount of time and get all his stuff off, which we're going to go in depth with later. Right. Um, both rumbles were very fun. I enjoyed the women's way more than the men. Not obviously for the winner, but I just enjoyed it more. I had more fun. It was a lot more. It was a lot less, uh, a lot more fun and not as predictable as the men's Rumble. The men's Rumble felt very predictable. You kind of figured what was going to happen, who was going to interact with who, how it was going to go. There were some surprise eliminations. Yes. But um, I, I'm i going to go with the sentiment of what Phil said earlier in we definitely have to add Roman and KO to a match-of-the-year candidate. I think there are three match-of-the-year candidates literally in this pay-per-view, and it is mm-hmm. the Women's Royal Rumble, KO and, KO and Roman, and I'll even say the Men's Rumble is a close third.
0: Close third, yeah. I agree.
1: But overall, I enjoyed it. The <clears> only <throat> nitpick I have, <laughs> and it seems to be everyone's nitpick, is the Hardy performance. What the fuck was that? Oh, what the
0: fuck? <laughs> what he the, hell, fuck, what, what that, the fuck? What the fuck? That did sound terrible. I mean, but that didn't really take away from the... Uh, it didn't, know. but it was bad. Just, It was pretty bad. I heard that there's a lot of... Uh, they're getting a lot of slack about that performance, too. Oh, behind dude. the scenes as well. But uh, just to touch on a few things, then we'll break down, you know, the card. Uh, Roman and KO definitely matched the year candidate just for the pure storytelling that they've done leading up to this match and even after the match itself. And I'm sure that's still going to continue later on. Well, tonight, since you're listening to this on Friday, SmackDown tonight will be, uh, we'll finally see the aftermath of what happened from Royal Rumble between KO, Sami Zayn, and of course, the Bloodline. And got to include Jey Uso in there as well. See where his head is at. Um, I'm critical about a few different things on the card. I I think the match of the night, has to go to Roman and KO and then a close second is the women's rumble. I think the women's rumble really showcased a lot more of the women's talents. There's a lot more wrestling involved. I didn't the thing with the men's rumble, I liked it. I was nervous that it was going on first. Uh, but then again, you know, any any wrestler who's ever interviewed or uh, who has been in an interview that I've listened to have has always said it's always best to be, go on first. So I was looking forward to seeing what they have. I didn't like that there was so many quick eliminations in the men's rumble. I feel like that there was eliminations were happening too frequently. Uh the, the ring didn't get filled up as much as we would all like to see as fans of the Royal Rumble match itself. Uh also, you know, the women's title match, Bianca and Alexa, the story is still lacking something, and that's from the Alexa Bliss side. We'll get into that as we break down the card. So the match was okay. Bianca was going to win. There was no, I didn't, my uh, suspension of disbelief wasn't there. I didn't think Alexa had a chance. And then uh, the pitch black match was cool. It was a cool gimmick match. I did like the lights, it was very cool, but I feel like it did kind of fall flat. And I don't know what kind of story they're telling. The only thing that I liked at the very end, like the aftermath, was that final, final scene with Bray Wyatt on the bottom with the red, red mask and his hands up. And then all the puppets above him, um, on that ledge, all leaning over. That was a cool shot. But, the predator you know mask. What? But we have, yeah. But we have to wait, you know, and see what happens later on tonight on SmackDown. Uh, you know, with Bray Wyatt and what happens. Well, m- moving forward. But so let's get into the card, guys. So the Men's Royal Rumble. I mean, first of all, I think. Well, all right. So, uh, brother Phil, the um excellence of Excel sheets. Who did we each pick for one and two in the Rumble
3: Um, from our predictions? And how off were we? Well, that's why I'm looking right now. Hold on. So bear with me for a moment. I
1: think we were all off.
3: I think
0: we all were. Now, see, and I go back to what I said last week in the predictions. That would have been a perfect spot for Cody. I I predicted Seth and Cody as one and two. I think that would have been great to rekindle that rivalry right off Mm -hmm. the bat, right on Mm Cody's return but again if we're looking at you know injury status and stuff i understand that
3: yep so here's why i did gents yeah. on items where uh for example where there was a final four prediction whoever was able whoever got the most out of the most picks out of those four okay. got that so for example on the women's side bones you got the three out of the four final four women Okay. Um. Nope. So I'm gonna congratulate you because Is that you the only congratulations got.
0: I get in this whole thing.
3: Uh. Yeah. 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 <laughs> um. Actually, who were the final four in the men? Cody. Cody. Gunther,
1: Gunther. Logan. Paul. And Seth. And Seth.
3: Was it Seth or was it Theory? No, it,
1: it was Seth.
0: Because Logan took out Seth, and then Cody took out Logan.
3: Okay, so with that being said, mm-hmm. boom, boom. Wade and I each got that. So,
0: but who, who, who did you guys pick for one and two entrance? One and two. Oh, in Rumble.
3: so I picked Gable and Riddle. Bones okay. picked Seth and Cody. Mm-hmm. Wade picked Ray and Rhea. Oh, right.
1: <laughs> I didn't pick Ray and Rhea. Well, Hey, but Rhea uh, did get involved in the Mets Rumble. Technically, yep. I wasn't wrong.
0: Technically, you're right. So, but a few things there did not happen. Um, Riddle, I'm surprised Riddle did not return. I was kind of hoping we would have seen Riddle. Uh, there was a few names I was hoping that we would have seen, like Riddle, uh, Shinsuke. I was hoping we would have seen him in the Rumble too, but uh, yep. they were absent from the pay-per-view. Um, but yeah, but one. let's just talk about the one and two, Gunther and Sheamus. Another Mm. rivalry from 2022 that is perfect to rekindle and open up the Royal Rumble. I mean, that was definitely a a match of the year candidate, too, from Clash of the Castle between Sheamus and Gunther. Uh, Two of them opened up, and the two of them both equally had a great showing in the Rumble itself. What about Gunther's performance, guys? I don't have... I could pull it up as as we're discussing, but I mean, Gunther had over an hour and 10 minutes in that match. He
3: set the record for longest set duration. The he beat yeah, in most, the men. an hour and 11 minutes. He went yeah. an hour and 11 hour minutes. And 11. He also had the most eliminations on the men's side with five. He and Cody both had mm-hmm. five eliminations. Okay, um, nice. What I think this, I think the main story that WWE wants to tell you is this was Cody Rhodes now earning the Rumble spot. And being, you know, being the chosen one, if you will, now. Okay. Mm -hmm. The story that WWE won't tell, but I think that they wanted you to to see and take away. Gunther is a main event headliner in the wings. Right. He's the next monster in Uh WWE. Mm Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. the best way to put it. And I saw online today, somebody posted to social media, the evolution of Gunther from um, being I saw that too, literally being pictures. a fat 15-year-old in Germany with mm-hmm. green hair mm-hmm. to what he's turned himself into now. And it's amazing the development and the transformation he's gone through in his years in, the, in professional wrestling.
0: Just the transformation in the past, what, two years alone for Gunther? Oh, that alone, yeah,
3: but- yes. That it alone
0: were amazing. Unbelievable.
1: Yeah. Unbelievable, exactly. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. What I loved about Gunther's performance was, like you guys said, he is a main eventer. He has proven now that he can be that guy if you yeah. give him the opportunity. Because yeah. it showcased if you, if Roman goes away, if you need someone to be that monster, like you said, that heel that we will... Boo the hell out of! him, But we know mm-hmm. it's going to give us a quality performance. There you go. That's him. Gun- and Gunther-, Gunther mixed it up with a lot of people in that rumble. He mixed it up with the Brox. He mixed it up with the Cody's, the Seth, mm-hmm. the the Bobby Lashley's. He got big in kick. there with quite a few people. You know what? It,
3: you know what it is about Gunther? He has the size to match mm-hmm. big men, toe to toe, eye eye right he has the technicality to go up against the ring technicians mm-hmm. okay the guys who are like the clean like you know um the guys who teach the master classes like seth like gable those sorts of guys right he also has the demeanor to play a perfect heel against an underdog. And again, on the size, he and putting the size and his technical capability together, he can size up against smaller wrestlers like Ray, like Gable. All and, uh, his feud with I- Ilya Dragunov a
0: couple of years ago. Yes. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. He, mm-hmm.
3: he finds a way to take everything that's in that package And check a box one way or the other, whether it's, whether it's coloring inside the lines or finding a way to, uh, to stretch the lines and, and make a new box to check off. Mm -hmm. He does everything. And you know what? Two of the things that, that sell the business best in professional wrestling for a heel are size and nationalism. Mm -hmm. And he has both of those in spades. Yep. Mm -hmm. green. And a couple of things I want to piggyback off of what Wade said, you know, he he he
0: he roughed it up in the ring with a few different people. And like you mentioned, Brock Lesnar, Brock doesn't just put anybody over. Brock took the time, just like he did for Keith Lee a few years back to mm-hmm. showcase. They didn't even lay a hand on each other, but that's what yeah. made it even better. Have the two of yes. them come face to face. Brock mm-hmm. Lesnar, I mean, it, Gunther fucking is towers over Brock Lesnar in terms of height. But the mm-hmm. two of them had that stare off right in the middle of the ring, and that was enough to get Gunther over. If and you told I, me,
3: yeah, if you told me uh, Gunther and Brock Lesnar were going to be fighting for the Intercontinental title at WrestleMania, I'll already tell you that's going to be match of the match of the weekend. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, and and I I'll saw check it. that one right off.
0: There was reports about that leading up the Royal Rumble about potentially Gunther and Brock. As Gunther mm-hmm. said in an interview that he wanted to face Brock
1: at some point, yeah, and the, some I, point. I believe it. And you know, Bones. I don't know if the cameras caught it, but I think they did. He did. There was a little bit of an interaction, but it was right when, and this is the, one of my nitpicks too, you never hit a big spot before somebody's about to come out. Uh, agreed. Bobby, but when Bobby, that was, Bobby was after.
3: Lashley's entry. Lashley's entry. Mm-hmm.
1: Lashley's entry. Gunther chopped him and Brock ate it. Oh,
0: yeah. that's right. They they were they were throwing chops back and forth like and twice. And Brock ate and it. And then Bobby Lashley came out. Mm-hmm. Right. Brock ate it. Mm
1: -hmm. And um, before we go back into the big men thing, can we give a little bit of a props? And I know he's my favorite, but Johnny being in there for 30 minutes, that surprised me. Mm -hmm. Johnny Mm -hmm. had 30 minutes in the rumble coming back from a shoulder injury. Yep. yep. Very impressed with what he did in the rumble. Even more impressed with what we're going to talk about later with him. Mm -hmm. But yeah, that 30 minutes. Good for him.
0: Yeah. Very good show for Gargano. You know, there was a there's a few people that I wasn't that impressed with. Like Karrion Cross didn't have a very good showing in the rumble. He
1: hasn't impressed at all, really. And he hasn't ha- impressed at all.
0: Yeah, has have you guys been impressed with his return?
3: No. Like, no. And I think I that's part of like... the reason why Kevin Sullivan's getting involved, also. Oh oh please elaborate on that. I didn't hear this. There yeah, was a vignette that there was a vignette that he did recently where um uh cross goes to a church and him and scarlet go and they get into a little argument with the priest and it turns out that the priest was played by none other than kevin sullivan and Hmm. he made the reveal that he is carrying cross's father wait what yeah
0: did this air on smackdown this was online this was this was on youtube Holy shit. Okay, now I'm waiting to see how this story plays out. But was this on Karen
1: Cross's like Instagram or anything too?
0: Uh I'm gonna pull it up. Hold
3: on. You guys discuss right. while I'm doing this. Huh. Well, that's interesting okay. because
0: I feel like also leading up to that. Who who did Karen Cross? He was feuding with Drew when he first came back, right? Yes, yeah, feuded with he Drew. Had that feud. Uh we and, and then right. And, Ray. and that, cause that was also when Drew was feuding with Roman. So it made you feel like Cross's return was gonna be big because oh cool, he's somehow involved in that championship scene right off the right off the, the rip. Right off the bat. But that never happened after Clash at the Castle, I think it was, right? I think it was yeah. after Clash. He just he kind of fell to the wayside and started feuding with Rey Mysterio. That, that no. came <laughs> that, that culminated at, at the smack. Oh yeah, Madcap too. Oh yeah, Madcap and Emma. But um yeah. I feel like that kind of fell flat and he did not have really a good showing in, in the rumble. And I wonder why that is. I think it might be, I think it has to be creative. He's not, they're not helping to make him look like a monster. Like he was when he was in NXT. Right. No, I, I think because there's too many big men on the main roster they need to put him up against smaller people like the mm-hmm. Johnny Gargano's, like the Austin Theories, like the Rey Mysterios. You know, he needs people like that. Don't put him in, in a feud with people like uh, like Sheamus or Drew McIntyre. Mm-hmm. You know. But yeah, Karrion Cross. We'll see what happens with him. Um, let's talk about Bobby Lashley. I mean, Brock and Brock Lesnar. Again, Bobby Lashley, uh, Brock does not just put anybody over, but he was in there for what less than seven minutes. Like five, yeah, five, like five minutes tops. He was; it was enough time for him to. Did he even get any eliminations, Phil? Uh, Brock, I'm looking right now. All right, buddy. Yeah, I don't even know if he got any eliminations, but it gave him it gave him an opportunity to help put Gunther over and then put fucking Bobby Lashley over big by allowing Bobby to fucking eliminate him.
1: Oh wait, no, he did get one. I think he did. I think he eliminated
3: Santos.
0: That's right. It was a very quick elimination for San yes, Santos. Yes, he tomorrow. had
3: five Santos. That's yeah.
0: another, another entrant who I wasn't impressed with his showing in the Rumble was Santos. Escobar. Three eliminations Brock had.
3: Three? Three? I thought he just had one. Oh, Santos. Chad. He eliminated Kate Gable, Dawkins, and uh, Santos right. Escobar.
1: Okay. okay. All right.
0: But let's talk about Santos Escobar. I mean, we talked about this last week, Phil, how um, Legato del Fantasma's fucking over. Yeah. Like Rover, the fucking. The tag five team. minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. the tag team when a tag team match they had for this championship contender final or semifinals was a great match and with del Fantasma without Santos Escobar was getting pops that whole match. Right. But Santos mm-hmm. didn't have a very good showing in the rumble. Like, well, how
3: long you said like, less than 5 minutes? Less mm-hmm. than 5 minutes. Yeah. I, you know, I, know what else I, I found interesting? There were zero NXT people in the men's rumble, correct? Zero, zero members of NXT. Well, technically there was.
0: Because you did have Booker an NXT commentator, Booker T. Yeah, Booker doesn't The count. five-time, 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 five-time World Heavyweight Champion. He did do the Spinner though. Yes. I wonder how much Booker got paid to be in the Rumble, walk down the aisle, do a Spinner and then get eliminated.
1: <laughs> yep. <laughs> Waste of a spot.
0: I I agree. That, that could have been filled Waste. with... I'm sure there's other fucking red tape and reasons why they didn't, but... I do agree that could have been that spot could have been better used for somebody else. Carmelo. What else? Let's talk about um, Matt Cardona. I I was so hoping he would have showed up. I was was really hoping he would have showed up. Um, Let's talk about Rey Mysterio, number 17, never making it out of Gorilla. So, Wade, you had said there is a rule where if your music hits and you don't make it out to the ramp, then you never are officially in the match.
1: Yeah, you never are officially in the match, and you are then disqualified. Lo and behold, I did not find this rule out myself. (laughs) My wife, who has watched wrestling for like three years, was the one who told me. And I was like, (laughs) wait, what? That's a rule? She's like, yeah, in the kayfabe rules of the Royal Rumble, if Mm. you do not come out when your number is drawn, you are automatically disqualified.
0: Okay, well, at least least that's a rule that makes sense. It's a rule. So this is not a Curtis Axel situation where Curtis is technically still in a Royal Rumble.
1: He still is. He was never a in a
0: Royal Rumble for like, I think I saw like over 2,300 days. It's
1: five. Story. It's like what, five years now?
0: Yeah, I think it was, that was 2015, Rumble in 2015.
2: <laughs>
0: but uh, oh. I, I did like the story. I did like how Dominic comes out, I think 18. I think Dominic was right after him with Ray's mm-hmm. mask. I do like that story. I feel like that's going to have to culminate at Mania, or they push it off till next Mania. Uh,
1: I think it happens at Mania. uh, I think it happens this year.
0: See, I don't think Dominic even has to have a match. I think the biggest Judgment Day match is going to end up being Finn and Edge again, one-on-one in some way, shape, or form. Um, Or they might just finally do a four-on- well, it can't be four-on-four because Rhea's going to be in the championship match, but or they could just do another multi multi man match, a six man tag or something, you know. But I I I don't think Mysterio Dominic Mysterio needs to be in a match at this Mania. But we'll see what happens. We'll see how that culminates. Uh, again, we'll see what happens tonight on SmackDown during the Rumble aftermath. Um, Lo- Phil, you mentioned that Logan Paul and um, Ricochet had a fucking moment right there. Middle mm-hmm. of the ring, yes. Um, yes, awesome, awesome high spot. It got such a huge pop, it was a total holy shit moment. Flippy I flippy, floppy car crash. I did hear that. Um, I believe it was Swerve tweeted something about say about that spot, saying, I hope I get royalties for that. Like, that wasn't Swerve, it was someone else. I, I heard it was, it was Carmelo. Me. Ah, okay, it was Carmelo because that,
1: awesome. uh. That was reen. That was a. Um, I'm, I'm trying to think of the right wording for this, brother Phil. Um, a level up from the spot that Ricochet and Carmelo did in Worlds Collide.
3: Gotcha.
2: Okay.
1: It was a. It was a level up from that, and I. I really, really enjoyed that spot. I yeah. thought. It, I thought it came across real well. Um, Ricochet. <laughs> you know I looked like Ricochet got knocked out.
3: Yeah, no, and I I honestly believe, I know we gave him a lot of shit at the very beginning last year for pre-WrestleMania, but, dude, if Logan Paul committed full-time to developing his professional wrestling skill set, I honestly think he could be a top guy in, in professional wrestling. Can top I deal. put
0: something out there real quick? I, mm-hmm. I think he's going to, especially now that he got over the injury. He had mm-hmm. his match in Saudi Arabia with Roman Reigns. He made his made his return. This is his return at the Rumble. Yeah. So, And supposedly he signed like a three-year full-time contract. So he is going to be around awesome. full-time. I can see him having a, a marquee match at WrestleMania with someone like a John Cena. John Cena. I'm not saying he's going to face John Cena, but I could see him having a match like that at Mania.
1: -hmm. On Raw was sprinkled. uh, It was sprinkled. Theory, uh, theory through
3: in the Cena references. Mm
1: -hmm. Theory through in the Cena reference, but I'm 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 going back to. uh, Well, we're going to talk about what happened on Raw, the aftermath, and leading up to the next pay per view. Mm
0: -hmm. I'm sorry, Mm -hmm.
1: paid live event, but rumors are circulating now due to Logan Paul's elimination of Seth Rollins. Seth
0: Rollins, right?
1: So it is rumored to be Seth Rollins versus Logan Paul at WrestleMania.
3: Mm-hmm. Okay. By the way, for the record, looking at Logan Paul's uh, ring gear, mm-hmm. I know on the side of his leg it says MAV, but when you read it upside down, it looks like it says AEW. Somebody in WWE needs to talk to him about that oh, and Jesus. poor branding.
0: Hmm. MAV. Interesting. <laughs> I never really noticed. I have to go back and look at that now.
3: With his, yep. uh, with his
0: prime
1: drink.
3: Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, Which by the way, for the record, garbage. For the record, gentlemen, um, Bones, mm-hmm. you had 13 out of, uh, hold on, out of, how many did we have here? 13 out of 36, correct guesses. 13? Mm-hmm. Yeah? Wade had the 14. Okay. And I had 19. It's fucking rigged. <laughs> fucking rigged. Yeah.
1: <laughs> As long as both didn't win, we're fine. As long as both didn't win. That was the goal. That
0: was the goal.
1: As long as both doesn't win.
0: Yeah. (laughs) My God. All right. Well, let's keep pushing forward now that we know that I lost. And we'll go over what those 13 correct ones were uh, after we finish this. I want to talk real quick about Edge making his return at Royal Rumble. You know, in hindsight, I don't think any of us mentioned Edge in the prediction show last week, uh, Phil did his name make it to the the spreadsheet at all? No, it did not. No, all right. But no. I I, th- I in hindsight that was kind of predictable that he was going to be coming back because we knew he's still under contract. We knew that dispute yes. with Judgment Day is not over yet. I think Edge looked great. I loved that whole that whole segment when he came out and fucking just took out Dominic and Damien and fucking and Finn Balor and then Beth shows up and fucking. Her and, and Rhea go at it. Yep. Um quick side note. Do you think we're going to eventually get a singles match between Beth and Rhea?
1: Yes. Absolutely. 100%. Um
0: So will it happen at Elimination Chamber or after Mania when after Mania. ultimately Rhea wins the championship?
1: Spoiler alert, guys. Rhea <laughs> ripped in the Royal Rumble.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> but, not a prediction. It's a spoiler. A it's a spoiler. But yes, um I feel that Beth will be one of Rhea's first contenders. Um I don't know when the Saudi pay per view falls, but you can yeah. definitely do that match there.
0: There, yeah, that that'd be or good Or if not
1: that. there at WrestleMania Backlash.
0: You don't think that'd be a good like marquee match for SummerSlam, Beth Phoenix mm-hmm. and Rhea Ripley for the championship? No. No.
1: No, you're gonna you I think you're too far you're, past it. You're too far past it. That's true. Good point. Good point. And you're Good not. And you're not going to do that when there's a money match that was left on the table due to Rhea's decision.
0: What? Um. But we'll we'll, we'll get to. to we'll, get there. we'll get, get there. We'll get there. All right. Because I have my thoughts on that too.
1: So and, do um, I. <laughs> all right.
0: And I, I I know that there's some Charlotte hate going on in this room right now, but mm. I think it was a fucking great idea. We'll talk about I, that later. no,
1: no. no. No, no, no. Oh, then we're on the same page.
0: Okay, okay.
1: We're on the same page. We're on the same right. page in agreement. Good,
0: good. So uh, now we're down to the final two: Gunther and Cody. And the two of them had a match. I was very mm-hmm. happy to see that. I'm happy it wasn't just a real quick, you know, two minutes, and then we have a winner. They had a legitimate it match.
3: It reminded me of Undertaker and Shawn Michaels. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep.
0: The final two that lasted a little longer. And Rhea um, and Bianca
1: in yeah, uh, 2021. Yeah. Yep same thing we got like what seven minutes
0: it's seven yeah, minutes, seven out minutes. yep and they both looked again Gunther looked great Cody looked awesome I really loved how Cody was taking those chops from Gunther which was purposely making uh, Cody's right peck that he just got the surgery on welt up and red it was very reminiscent almost of like how he looked at Hell in a Cell was so fucking red and welted I mean you get fucking Gunther's big ass paws chopping your chest you're mm-hmm. going to get some you're going to have something to show.
2: Yeah. But oh, absolutely what, what, a,
0: what a great match those two had and again if WWE told us anything it told us that Gunther is the next big thing and the Intercontinental Championship actually does mean something cuz look at who we have holding the IC title right now. Yeah. Both mm-hmm. belts. Both belts. So,
3: Both belts. so boom.
0: even though there was some things again we could pull apart we can tighten the screws as you know people say uh b- 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 bully Ray specifically says tighten the screws I think overall though it was a great great match if you were to grade the men's rumble a b c d e f E F <laughs> grade E for excellent what would you guys grade <laughs> the men's rumble match?
3: Um B plus yeah. um I'm with you on that I would say B, b- plus solid b- plus. B- plus um I'm going to say, I'm going to give it an A, a minus for quality of, of matsmanship. Mm-hmm. It comes down to the B, plus though, from the predictability standpoint. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's what. That's what. Agreed. Now, and I find it funny because we as Marks were like, dude, Cody has to win the Rumble. It's only right and then Mm -hmm. he comes in and wins the Rumble, and everyone's like, oh my god, that was so fucking predictable. Really, guys? We had to do this? I find it funny, but I I think it's the thing of, like I said, if you you didn't promote that Cody was coming back, right? and he came in at number 30, he would have gotten a Cena-level pop. Mm -hmm. Agreed. Mm -hmm. But everybody knew, because twenty other people came and went, and we saw that promotion, it deflated Mm -hmm. him coming um, it deflated his entrance. Agreed.
1: No,
0: absolutely. I agree more, But let's now touch on the aftermath of the men's Rumble from Raw. I think Cody did redeem himself in that promo when he opened up Raw. And also... A great promo. You know, great promo. Again, it's a great story. And I like how he's he's finally saying Roman Reigns by name in his promo. Mm-hmm. Um, But I also like how they kept him and Roman Reigns apart. Because we'll get into this later too, when we talk about the main event, I feel like Cody and Roman right now, as of today, as of you know, almost uh, almost six, seven days removed from the Royal Rumble, Sami Zayn is a notch above Cody Rhodes. The story mm-hmm. between Sami Zayn and Roman is bigger than the story between Cody and Roman. They need oh. to finish the Sami and Roman story first before Cody and Roman. Ever stand face to
3: face. There was a proper story, too. There's a proper sequencing to it. Yep. And at first, I thought that we had a Cody Rhodes problem on our hands. But the more I think about it, there is a sequence that, and I don't want to call it like a deuce machina where you're just forcing something to happen. God bless you. There is an organic development that you don't have this. (laughs) <laughs> Hold on, we, 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 what was that word you just said? Do you say my friend? What does that mean? The ghost, uh, the god of gods in the machine. It's where you just make up something to get you out of a scenario, like I don't know, like a gun randomly falls out of the sky at the end of a movie mm. to help the good guy get out of get out of his jam. Anyway, the where'd god... that come from? So
0: wait, the gods of the machine.
3: Gods of the Machine, yes.
0: Okay, that's the title of the episode. Phil, you just titled the God, our
3: episode. You say Machina right there.
0: <laughs> Beautiful.
1: Gods of the yes. machine.
0: Uh um, brother Wade, yeah. what are your what are your thoughts on the aftermath here of the men's rumble?
1: Um, I felt the aftermath was very well handled. Cody, again, do does what he does best. Um, I've always said watching him from AEW to now. He has always been and has always given off that WWE guy presence. Mm-hmm. and he did it in that promo. He made us go, I won the Rumble, Roman and he he did it the right way. He he knew he he let us know he won the Rumble, but Roman is the guy. yeah, Roman is the guy. He's been champion for over three hundred plus days. He's busted his ass. He's done some things his way, but at the end of it all, I'm going to be the one to dethrone him.
0: And when he addressed Roman, he looked right in the fucking camera.
1: Legitimately and right in the camera.
0: That's what really got took that promo to the next level. He wasn't and, talking to the people. He was talking to Roman.
1: Directly. And mm-hmm. the, the cool part that I'll add to this is um, we watched The Bump this afternoon and Cody, they asked Cody about what happened with the bloodline and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about that later in the main event. Right, right. He said that The locker room was forbidden to go out there and prevent from what was going on kayfabe-wise. They were not allowed to interfere. Cody was like, I think it was like 10 wrestlers that were going to go out there to Mm -hmm. stop what happened. But they couldn't kayfabe because they were told they were not allowed to get involved. So Cody added more to the story of he he and other individuals would have helped in that situation. So you are now putting more on the fact that Cody was trying to do that because you need that little slight confrontation between Mm -hmm. him and Roman. Again, handled very well. I even love what Cody did in the main event of the aftermath. He did something that not many people have done for Finn Balor in a long time. And I'm very happy with the result.
0: No, he still put Finn over. Over. Over.
1: Three crossroads. Mm-hmm. And made made Finn look stronger than anybody ever has. Yep, in a while.
0: Yeah, that was
3: one. So of props to Cody for that. had legitimately. That. He took he he puts he put Seth away with two crossroads at WrestleMania and a Hell in the Cell, and three of them he couldn't put Finn over. He couldn't put Finn down.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: So yeah. again, Cody is killing it right now. I don't see the Sami Zayn problem yet. I just feel that there is more layers to the onion when we get to the nitty gritty Mm -hmm. of this situation. And there are more little Easter eggs and characters Mm -hmm. in this story than we are completely realizing. Watching it so many times, you notice little details more and more. But Bones, Mm -hmm. go ahead. The floor is yours, brother.
0: Dude, and onions, you know, peeling onions makes me cry, makes my eyes tear. And uh, I almost wanted to cry watching the Pitch Black match between Green Wyatt and L.A. Knight. That's what we call a segue, ladies and gentlemen. That's how we fucking transition. Um, I'm I'm not being serious. I didn't want to cry. I, I enjoyed the match. It was a good gimmick match. I don't know what people expected from the Pitch Black match. I think they hear Pitch Black and people are so used to the lights out match that AEW has been having. And they're two fucking different things. The pitch black match always has been since day one. Phil, you pointed this out a couple weeks ago. It's always just been a Mountain Dew sponsored match. Yep. WWE has had this done before. Wrestling has Mm -hmm. had this done before where whoever their sponsor is sponsors a specific match. Just so their brand is heard over and over and over again when they're talking about the match. I liked the fluorescent lights, I like the dimmer lights, I like the way the, the vibe, the atmosphere was, we didn't know necessarily what the rules were, I know Michael Cole just kept saying the only way you could win is by pinfall or submission, but uh, again, we saw that weapons were allowed, it was no holds barred at that point, but you had to be pinned or submitted in the ring um, mm-hmm. I think the match was short and sweet and what it needed to be you know, it didn't need to be a big spot fest match, especially for guys like Bray Wyatt and LA Knight La Knight didn't lose anything for taking the L in the match. Um, I, I'm glad Bray Wyatt got his, you know, first pay per view victory again in that match at Royal Rumble. The aftermath, I that don't, was what the I, whole match
3: was for.
0: The, the whole match, mm-hmm. the whole match was was just a, a big segment. It was just it's more of the the storyline. But I don't know what the aftermath meant. I didn't understand why all of a sudden Uncle Howdy fucking does a stage dive, almost, uh, almost c- c- coffin drop esque, like a Darby Allen off the Howdy O'Mac. Of the thing. Howdy hey, O'Mac. Uh, like yeah. Shane O'Mac. Mac. Oh shit! Howdy what O'Mac. If Uncle Howdy is Shane McMahon. Shane McMahon. <laughs> Holy shit! But I didn't understand that. It was a cool spot, the cool camera angles. Uh, And then, like I said earlier, having the puppets kind of, you know, lean over the ledge and looking down. That looked really cool. Didn't Mm -hmm. understand that. I love that fucking, that new mask that Bray Wyatt had. I Mm -hmm. know when he even, when, yeah, when he even changed into the mask, but that was pretty cool. But uh, what, what were your guys' thoughts on the match itself?
3: It was okay. I wasn't expecting a lot. The Mountain Dew logo in the center of the ring took away from a lot of stuff for me. Yeah, That was one of the things that took away from the legitimacy of the match. I loved Bray Wyatt's dominance and the fact that no matter how many times you smashed that kendo stick over his head, Mm -hmm. it looked like it was just a giant floppy pool noodle. Mm -hmm. I found that hilarious. Then when he put the Predator mask on, um and you saw that all bets were off. I'm like, okay, this is where La Knight dies, mm-hmm. and that's basically what happened. Um, I also loved the Bray Wyatt doing the ultraviolet face paint and putting the Roman numeral six on his left temple on the side of his, his head. The yeah. mm-hmm. of his head. Mm-hmm. So there's always that that one Easter egg sitting floating out there for you, mm-hmm. and that was the new, that was the newest one.
0: Yo, Phil, uh, you really feel that this is gonna turn into a faction at some point. You've been talking about it a lot ever I since he feel... made his return. My concern,
3: my concern is a lot of people are growing impatient with it with yeah because mm-hmm. of how long it's gone on now. Mm-hmm. And there is some of that. I'm still waiting for the long game because I'm this mm-hmm. invested in it. Right. So let's see what happens. It's so funny because we have
0: wrestling fans who all they want is long-term storytelling but yet they have no fucking patience exactly. and they want everything done now. It's like, yeah. so p- pick one, which do you Yo, want?
1: Do you want, do you want the microwave results or do you right. want a long term story? No,
3: let that shit um, marinate.
1: Let it marinate.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I, I, you, you want pizza rolls, or you want beef bourguignon motherfucker?
1: Exactly. Pick <laughs> one.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Pick one. I'd rather have a filet mignon than hamburger helper. Uh, mm-hmm. Long story short, the match was cool. Um the first time I didn't get to see a live because I had to go walk the pup. Um, when I watched the recap, you know, it was cool for what it was. It was cool premise. Again, mm-hmm. it was a sponsored yeah. match. It did what it did. Bray won in like what six minutes? Cool, fine.
2: Yep.
1: Um LA Night is not buried, guys. I'm sorry. As much no, as the internet thinks no, no, he is no, buried, no, no. he's even more no. over now than he was ever. Mm-hmm. Um, the match served a purpose. Again, there's still much more story to be told in this, and I can't wait to see what happens on SmackDown it, this it week. T- well, tonight has a right. recording.
3: Six minutes is an interesting comment that you make there, Wait, It took six minutes for Vince McMahon to bury The Fiend at WrestleMania. Mm-hmm. It mm. took six minutes for Bray Wyatt to bring back his storyline and his persona right. at Royal Rumble.
0: Yeah. How how poetic that is. Again, mm-hmm. uh, uh, it, it was fun. It was it was what it needed to be. I guess I'm yep. sure we could tighten the screws and and p- pick it apart, but it is what it was. It was just a gimmick match from from yeah. day one, you know. Mm-hmm. So now we'll just see what. Now I'm invested in the aftermath. Uh, moving too. on to the next match, the Raw Women's Championship match. Bianca Belair retains the Royal Women's Championship against Alexa Bliss. Mm -hmm. I mentioned this a couple weeks ago, the whole Mm -hmm. Alexa Bliss thing. Alexa Bliss cannot pick up the mic and say that I am am evil. I am going to rip her eyes out. I'm going to tear her apart and then do nothing she says she's going to do. It was a fucking wrestling match. Mm -hmm. And Alexa does good character work. And we said this, Wade. We talked about this back when she was first going to the dark side with Bray Wyatt. Mm -hmm. You know, uh, back in 2021 at this point, early 22, but um, it was good character work. The in-ring work has to match the character, though. I don't see this dark side of Alexa Bliss. I don't either. So so now we know we're. It only comes out post-match, right? With with a a little that quick little vignette with um with Uncle Howdy. So the bigger story is where Alexa Bliss is going. The bigger story, the story was never Alexa Bliss taking the championship from Bianca. There's still more to the Alexa Bliss story that has to happen, so I feel like this was just a speed bump, not even a fucking speed bump, a pebble in the road for Bianca mm-hmm. to drive over on her way to Elimination Chamber and then WrestleMania. So mm-hmm. now with the Elimination Chamber coming out, we know that they're going to hold an Elimination Chamber match uh, to determine who's going to face Bianca, because as we know, Rhea did choose Charlotte in the aftermath. We'll get to that in the Women's Rumble. But, uh, By the way, let's go with you, man. What did you think about Bianca and Alexa and early, early predictions? Who's going to win Elimination Chamber and face Bianca at WrestleMania?
1: Wow, you are putting me in a spot. Okay. And
0: still not not knowing two contestants in the Elimination Chamber match.
1: Very true. We do not know the other two contestants. So um, as a women's wrestling fan, um, the match was okay. It was cool. This could have happened on Raw this match really Mm -hmm. could have happened on Raw and the aftermath could have happened on Raw. It was a quick match. It didn't uh, feel like it was important. Bianca got her stuff off. It's more of, you know what the thing is? Bliss is in her Randy Orton stage right now. Where she just, like, you know that point where Randy got to the, he's just going through the motions and it's not as Mm -hmm. fun for him as it used to be. Or for the crowd, it's not as fun for us watching her do her thing, which she can put on great matches, no mm. knock on her. No. But it felt like this match felt flat. It mm. just didn't hit for me. Yeah. And Bianca tried. Tried her damnness to make this match interesting and it still didn't matter. Right. I didn't even care about the after shenanigans. I was like, alright, cool. What's next? Where are we going? Right. And then to answer your question about the elimination chamber, we uh Adam Pierce uh reported that, well, basically let everybody know that the final three women plus a return.
2: Final
1: four, final four no, wait, no. Final oh four. yes, you're right. You're right, the, you're right. The, the final, final four yeah. the final four women from the Royal Rumble, Liv Morgan, Raquel Rodriguez, Nikki Cross. And a returning Oscar, which we are going to go full in depth on her.
0: Ooh, oh yeah,
1: a returning Oscar, along with a returning Carmel. No,
0: two. Not yet.
1: Not yet. So we also, a, 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 yes. mm-hmm. are, we also found out Carmela had Matches. Yes. There also, we also found out Carmela would be making her return next week in Orlando. I mean, I'll be going to that raw now. Mm-hmm. I had to. I had to go. Of it's course. great. I have to. It's right there. Um. Where there will be a fatal four-way to decide the
0: the fifth spot,
1: fifth the fifth spot, which mm-hmm. is which will be Candice LeRae, Mee Chin, Piper Niven, and Carmella.
0: Which we'll we'll talk about Piper Niven too when we get to the Rumble. Yeah, so I, I, I I'm critical on her return. Nothing that she I, did, but we'll get to but, that.
1: Okay. Um, so to, my thought. My thoughts on who's going to get in that match. Surprisingly enough, I'm gonna stick with Candace LeRae sneaking in there.
0: No, I I with you on that one. This is her th- her type of match, dude.
1: It is for her to nope. for her to stunt. Who nope. do you have going in?
3: That fatal four way is going to Piper and Evan.
1: You have a big person in there. You have Raquel already. You don't they need already to
3: Raquel. I know, but why why waste Piper's return? At the Royal Rumble and rebranding and renaming, without putting her back into a big spot.
1: Well, she can do it again because the, the fifth, the final spot hasn't been determined, so we can have a another Fatal Four Way or a Battle oh, yeah. Royal between. We can
0: do brands. like a
3: Last Chance. Last Chance Battle people. Royal. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Now Piper Niven, I have Piper Niven all over that that Fatal mm-hmm. Four Way.
0: I don't know. Well, okay. Early predictions, I am with Wade on that, with Candice LeRae fitting that that last slot, or that fifth mm-hmm. slot, I mean, for the elimination chamber. But um, we'll get more into the women as we go on to the next match from the Royal Rumble. Uh, that's the women's Royal Rumble match. From bell to bell, it was a great match. Um, Everybody, mm-hmm. I think, looked good in the match. The only people that I think had Less than, uh, runs in the match were probably be fab. <laughs> um, didn't look very well, very good in the match, and um, can we just fucking cut to it? Nia Jax, what the fuck is she doing back?
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> can
3: I um, can I tell you? I feel really bad saying this. But I have to tell the story. Mm-hmm. My my buddy, my work buddy, and I. We're texting each other with our our, what the fuck is Nia Jax doing in the Royal Rumble. Mm -hmm. And about six minutes later, he went and texted me and said, good news. Nia Jax doesn't have any merch up in the WWE shop. So I think this is just a one-off gig. Yeah, (laughs) there's been reports that it's a one-off. but
1: Wrong. um, She has merch and it is still a one-off gig.
0: mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like her her return could have been cool. Cause she, she got a pop. When her fucking music hit, people fucking popped. Uh, I know. Uh, I, she came up
1: before the buzzer went off too.
0: I know. Yeah. I don't know. I, I thought she got a pop. I was excited, but I, I didn't like how she I, I did I thought it was pretty funny how when she gets in, everyone just fucking circles. Everyone's like, oh, not you, bitch. Mm-hmm. not uh no, no way! You're to come back into my ring. I did like that, but I didn't like how she fucking typical Nia Jack. She she yells. Her yelling and acting mad is just that. She's fucking acting mad. There's no, I I it's it's nonbelievable with Nia, and that's always been my complaint with her, you know. But uh, I'm glad that it took a bunch of people to eliminate her. It was very Andre the Giant esque how it takes like the whole fucking ring to eliminate her. That was cool. Um, you know, in terms of the women, yes, I mean you do have your Raquel Rodriguez's, you know, your bigger the, the not bigger like the not bigger in size, but bigger, like just stronger women. There's really no one that matches like that Nia Jack size though. So having her in the match I think did add a little bit of something. Um could you imagine if we fucking got swerved and she won? I'd
1: have to turn the fucking T V off.
0: <laughs> I, I, I would quit wrestling, I'm sorry. So like, nah, quit this I ain't doing podcast. this
1: shit. Nope. Like, but, nope. Uh
0: so but Nia Jax in the in the rumble itself was a big surprise. But now let's go back to the beginning of the match. Opened it up with two fucking fantastic superstars, Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan as one and two. As we know, Rhea Ripley went from number one all the way to the end and won the whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh the Iron Woman of the match. Also uh making history of being the first woman to enter at one and then also win the win the match. Last time that happened was Rey Mysterio in two thousand and six. Mm-hmm. Thank you, six. I was going to say two thousand eight, two thousand six. So um, she she falls into the she
1: falls into the category of yeah. Bell to Bell joint. She, there's a longer list. Uh, mm-hmm. There's HBK who did mm-hmm. it first. Yep. There is he who shall not be named.
0: Chris Benoit. I know. Yeah, you can say his name. I know.
1: Um, Rey Mysterio, and now Rhea Ripley. This is a very big moment for her. There were a lot of things she broke. And honestly, kids, I just want to clear this up with everybody. Bell to bell, yes, Rhea won. She was bell to bell the winner. Mm -hmm. But her and Liv split the Iron Woman.
3: Yep. Bell to bell,
1: Liv and Rhea split the Iron Woman.
3: I'll be honest, I'm more impressed with Liv... They I know they both went the same duration. I'm more impressed with Liv doing that than Ria mm-hmm. Because it's another level. RIA, it's I'm I'll say it from it's this. RIA, that's something we expected to happen. Mm-hmm. Live, we are always excited to see, but don't expect it. And it's another level of growth. Yes. In, I'll, I'll in like the, the money in the bank. That's what it is.
1: There is a growth to her character. It's another thing that
3: we as the fans are excited and proud of her for. And Mm -hmm.
1: I love the fact that this Royal Rumble told story. You started with a former tag team who we all love. All three of us had love for that team.
2: Oh, yeah.
1: Um, Going at it to start. Plus, you had Rhea coming in at number one, not fresh and commentary. I love that Michael Cole. And Pat McAfee, shout out for returning. Loved you on commentary.
2: Yes. And
1: Corey Graves bringing up the fact that she got speared by Beth Phoenix in the <laughs> men's earlier rumble in
2: the night. Yep. earlier
1: in the night and is coming in with a handicap.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But boy, yep. when we get to the nitty gritty of this rumble, there were some great, great spots. Everybody seemed to get their stuff in. Um, this was Triple H's I think it was low-key a little screwed event with NXT women's talent being in this Mm -hmm. Rumble. Yeah. And uh, we were off on some of the women that were going to be used. But man, when they showed up, they showed out. Um,
0: That's The the whole women's Rumble match was very exciting. Yeah, very. Let's just go down the list of every participant and we'll stop on a few key names. So Rhea Ripley, Liv Morgan started off. Next, we had Dana Brooke. Then we had Emma. Shayna Baszler, Bailey. Let's talk about Bailey and Judgment Day real quick. I think as a faction, they looked very strong in the match. That you know, it was team warfare with them. I think it was it was good for the the group as of damage control. And yes. also really helped to continue the story between Becky and Bailey. Um <laughs> I agreed. Um, after Bailey B like I said, she was literally in the match to get eliminated very quickly. Uh, Roxanne Perez, bro, what a fucking pop she got. I'm actually I, I was surprised but happy that she got the pop that she did. I didn't know mm-hmm. people really knew who she was yet because she is still so young, but she's a fucking we talked about it in the normies, she is a superstar. Mm-hmm. And she had she a very good to watch. Showing. Did she get any mm-hmm. eliminations? No, neither I, Zoe,
3: neither Zoe nor Roxanne uh got any eliminations. They both lasted yeah. about four minutes. Okay. But Roxanne still looked th- that was
1: showed out.
3: Yeah, for four and minutes. She's a, she's she a Texas out. girl. Mm-hmm.
0: She's a
1: Texas girl. So she showed yeah. out for a, a crowd who knows her very, very well.
0: Yep. Um next we had Dakota Kai and then EO Sky at nine and ten. The only thing I the only thing I'm critical about is how when they both came out from the back. They both threw the women's title just on the floor, and Corey mm. Graves, oh no, um, Pat McAfee. Oh, hold on, Timeout. Let's fucking go back to the very fucking beginning of the show. Pat fucking McAfee came back, and uh, I heard re- I read reports that Cole and Corey Graves had no idea he was there that night. Yes, that's they did it. Fucking, it was even a surprise for them. Legitimate reaction. Awesome. So good, uh, but Pat McAfee called out. Uh, called it out when EO Sky threw the belt, and he's like, No respect for the belt. And I saw it with both Dakota and EO. I did notice that as a wrestling fan, I know you have to show some respect for those title belts. They both kind of just got out, ramped up through it. Mm-hmm. I yep. wasn't a fan of that, but wasn't it t- either what it is. Um, then we had Natalia. Uh, she's she was fucking stone cold, man, when she came out, but she she <laughs> all she always looks the part. And fucking came in. She goes, "That's it, you fucking bitch! You fucking broke my nose. I'm coming after That's you." It. I do oh, I'm like with suit. the
1: homage to her dad too. Props yes. to that whole fit.
0: Yes, with the fucking the shoulder pads and everything, and the mm-hmm. hat, and the hat with the shades. Yep. yep, big props to that. Uh, next, we had Wade. Your girl, Candice LeRae. Uh, yeah. What'd you think about her showing in the Rumble?
1: Um, short-lived, but glad she was in it.
0: And this is this is like her third Rumble appearance now, right? Yes. Yeah. Her third yeah. rumble. Yeah. She 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 looks she looks good. And she's she's also coming off of an injury recently over the past couple of months. So she's gonna find her footing on the main roster. Mm-hmm. Uh then we had Zoe Stark, and we talked about Zoe already, I think had a very good showing. it was four minutes, it was four strong minutes. Showdown. Zia um, mm-hmm. Lee still trying to find her footing as a character, not so not as over as it was when she was doing this this whole ninja gig in NXT. When she was in that faction for a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. But uh she's yep. great in the ring, though, so I know she's going to eventually figure it out. Then of course we had Becky Lynch, the man, fucking coming down. What a pop Becky got. And again, it just what a pop. further the story between her, Bailey, and damage control. Uh Tegan Knox came out. And then fucking number 17, Asuka makes her return. How fucking pumped. Now, this is what I have to say about it. It's not just the face paint. It's the mm-hmm. way she moves in the ring. Mm-hmm. It's just a little different, a little more strong style. Yes. Really that that Japanese that strong, style. Yes. As soon as she got in in that first sequence, she had, I was like, motherfucker, who the fuck is this? That's the fucking Oscar that we need, that we've been wanting. Mm-hmm. That so, is the Kana we need. Uh, the Kana. Well, the only lo thing we am about Oh, go good ahead. Go Phil. ahead, Wade. Lo and behold, good
1: brother Phil. Um, I've never shown you shown you these matches as a reference, but uh New Normal was in its baby stages. Um brother brother Bonesy and brother uh Matty G had never we talked about how Oscar was a killer.
2: Mm-hmm. We
1: talked about yeah. how NXT, and I said, You guys have never seen Kana, have you? They both did <laughs> not know what I was talking about. <laughs> so I had to show them I sent them a bunch of Kana matches, one being Kana versus Miko Sada which I will send you the link for. Oh, and you have wow. to watch this match. That beautiful, beautiful poetry and wow. motion. Wow, yep. when she came out, Asuka came out, and this is no shot of Miko Sada like a final boss. The mm-hmm. music was different. The mm-hmm. bop was different. She came in with a new mask, a new new gear, new everything. And when that mask came off and she revealed the demon clown mm-hmm. or the evil clown Oscar, I know, I know. Speaking for brother, for brother Bones, we were like, "Now shit's real."
3: Yeah, now shit's real. Now I shit knew the story real. behind Kana, and when I saw that happen, I was like, "Oh my god, this yeah. is exactly." I went back and I replayed about fifteen times for Corey Graves's pop. Like, mm-hmm. the guttural, visceral excitement in Corey Graves' voice where he just goes, "Ha
2: ha ha!" Yep. Yes, she
3: yeah. she had such a pop from the crowd.
0: I unfortunately do think the pop was just because oh, Oscar's returning, not because everyone knows about Kana and about mm-hmm. who she was before. But this. she got
3: the second pop when she pulled the mask off. Uh,
0: exactly. Well, yeah, because they saw the the new face paint and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But um. The only thing that was critical is when she first got into the ring, she for a split second did the typical Asuka dance. And I'm like, no, just don't don't dance. Yeah, You're not that anymore. Move past that. You don't have to dance anymore. You're fucking Kana. Be a badass. But then she fucking started hitting her moves, and I was like, cool. That's what I needed to see. Yep. Well bad. <laughs> right right yeah, well, now, bad. she is my early favorite to win the elimination chamber. Same. Okay. Yes. Same. Moving on. This is when shit gets critical for me. Piper Niven comes out. Piper Niven looked great. Looks like a fucking badass. My my I'm critical about the commentary. Because I don't think Michael Cole, Corey Graves, or Pat McAfee knew that Dewdrop was returning as Piper Niven. Listen listen, watch the match back and listen mm-hmm. to how many times and how they say Piper Niven's name. Over and over and over again, it was almost comical to them. Yeah, and I felt like that took away from Piper Niven's Piper Niven's official debut on the roster because now mm-hmm. again, no one no one knows Piper Niven; they only know Dewdrop, right? Mm-hmm. Right. And I feel like commentary took away from her return at the Rumble because, like, even Corey Graves, I'm like Corey, you know. Who she is, you know about her history, talk her up. They were just yeah, laughing up. at Piper. Like, there was actually a pause in commentary. Who, oh, and Piper Niven, Piper Niven, Piper Niven. And it just, I was like, wow, this is like taking away from me watching her return and her in the ring was the com- commentary. And I feel like that kind of followed through for a while after that, because after we'll get into the, the, the next few entrants, but guys, what were your thoughts about Piper Niven returning slash debuting at the rumble? And did you guys hear the same things that I heard?
1: I did not, but brother Phil. But I...
3: no, I did not. I, I think what happened to me bones was that they stumbled in a couple spots, maybe two or three where they wanted to call her Dewdrop, drop. Mm-hmm. But when she first came out, I think it was even Corey Graves. I think Corey Graves made a play on the dewdrop name. Mm-hmm. And yes. And like she did. like discarding it like Dewdrop is done. Mm-hmm. This is Piper Niven now. She's yeah. Piper Niven, and that's it. Yes. Um I think it was them just having just a mental just a mental flub mm-hmm. over the course of the match. Um because to me the original intent was them Making that that play on the Dewdrop name when she first came out, mm-hmm.
1: uh, I didn't get that, but I will definitely go watch the rumble again. I don't, that I don't mind lodging, and it was <laughs> in rumble. Um, I was very happy to see Piper Niven Dewdrop. Right. I had gotten to the point, and I know Bones was like. Eh. But I've gotten to the point where I have the do-drop thing. She's still going to wrestle the same. There was no change to her game. She was still right. the same wrestler. Um, I'm happy she's got her name back. I'm happy she's in good health. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. She had reported herself that she had had a very bad health scare with COVID and her heart, which all the right. tests came back negative, thank God. Mm-hmm. And she had, she came into the Rumble, and I'm very happy with her performance.
0: Yeah. I'm looking yep. forward to see what they do with her because I did read a report in the past couple of days about her return and her going from Dewdrop to Piper Niven. Like, as Dewdrop, she didn't know what her character was or how to portray Dewdrop. But then she approached The Office with her creative idea for returning as Piper Niven, and they were all for it. What that idea mm-hmm. is, we still have yet to see. So, looking forward to yep. seeing her on the main roster, actually, as Piper Niven that we all know and, and love.
3: And one of the things I love about her, she is the only, the only one to go from NXT UK straight to the main roster. Everybody else who's on the main roster, who started in NXT UK, had a stop in NXT to get themselves over with the American fans.
1: True, very
3: yeah,
0: true. Right. You're right. Very yeah.
3: true. So that's the other thing I love about her.
0: She and, in a snap. She's acclimated, and that happened when Vince was still in charge. Yes. So but, even but Vince. That's
3: why Vince stuck her with the dewdrop name. Yeah. But the dewdrop, um, it's the spin, spin on the, the ur- on the on the urban dictionary, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it's right. just it was just been no, we didn't yeah. need it.
0: Yeah, well, glad Piper Niven is back. Looking forward to see what she does. I hope she does end up somehow in the Elimination Chamber because that would be a great, great uh, showcase match for her. Mm-hmm. All right, moving on. Then next we had <laughs> Tamina. Tamina Snuka come back in. Um, Always great to see Tamina. She's been around for fucking forever. Ain't no one meaner than Tamina. No one's meaner than no Tamina. No one's meaner than Tamina. And then next we had... Sh-
3: Chelsea.
0: Chelsea Green making her return to WWE
3: and making history all the same time. Bones, shout out to Matt Cardona. Mm-hmm. For mm-hmm. immediately posting congratulations to my wife mm-hmm. for setting a new record at the Royal mm-hmm. Rumble. Yep. Her first day
0: back in the movie and you know, already setting records. Yep. And then I he's did. been
1: posting memes about this, like, oh mm-hmm. my god. I love it.
0: I love it. And you know what? For, for what it's Sorry, worth. Liv. For what it's worth, Chelsea did not need to be in the match longer. Great, Chelsea no. made a statement. Everyone knows who nope. she we is. We just need to see Chelsea's back, guys. That's now, it. Now, now she needs to not fucking get injured. Mm-hmm. She mm-hmm. is way too injury prone. Even, way when, too. even when she was gone, she got injured in impact with a fucking broken wrist. It's always her wrist. Mm-hmm. You know, always. She needs to You get want the to best. Fucking... She's the
3: sixth entrant in the in the chamber match.
0: I guess we'll wait and see what happens. You know, I, I know. Think... I'm th- I'm thinking Shayna gets that spot.
3: Yeah. Okay. Well
0: we got Shayna two weeks to in the elimination chamber. We'll see. But a great to see Chelsea Green back. Uh then we had Zelina Vega, Raquel Rodriguez, who also had a very, very good showing uh, very good in showing. the rumble. Raquel Rodriguez is gonna be a future star. Someone else we didn't mention, but someone to look out for in twenty twenty three, Raquel Rodriguez. Then we had uh, M- Mee Michin. Uh, Otherwise known as Mia Yim. Um, uh, Next was Lacey Evans. Lacey Evans is going to be a great heel. I love the whole Sergeant Slaughter-esque character now that she's doing. It's very old school heel-ish. Give it time. Mm -hmm. I think she's going to be over as a really good heel. It's not going to be be like that hatred heat. It's like, no, okay. this is like heat, heat on Mm -hmm. someone like Lacey Evans. Um, and then Michelle McCool I was real I really popped for uh, for the way she entered me she too. Yes. Walking, in front her, she goes oh who me and then her daughter's like oh. hoping to take her jacket off go mom go that was yeah. pretty cool she's like I'm in the
1: wrong rum- I guess
0: yeah well oh, Michelle man. McCool has been in every women's Rumble since uh the inception Correct. and she also held one of the records for the most eliminations
1: hash is she wait she yeah I know?
0: think she's been in every, every no. women's Rumble
1: no 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 she hasn't. Mm-hmm. She hasn't been in every women's rumble.
0: She has not of the past couple of years. Maybe she wasn't the past in the first couple one. years.
1: The only ones who have been in every women's rumble are Liv, Sonia, Dana, and there was a fourth.
0: Okay. Well, Liv, Sonia,
1: way, and Dana have all been in the women's Royal Rumble.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: All, all, all five of them.
0: Gotcha. Okay. Well, Michelle McCool. Either way, I I always find this synonymous now with the Rumble because of the record that she has. Well, she's on the record boards right now with one of the most eliminations I think at five in one single match. Um, next we had Indy Hartwell. Great seeing her coming in in the Rumble. Mm
3: -hmm. Didn't really
0: have that great of a showing in the match itself, but I'm wondering what's going to happen with Indy Hartwell and if she's ever going to come to the main roster. Maybe team back up with Candice LeRae. Let's get the way. Going up again with Dexter and uh, Johnny Gargano. This is the way. Uh, Then we had Sonya Deville, Shotzi with the tank again. Fucking popped for that. Nikki Cross. And then, as we said earlier, Nia Jax. Um, Overall, are there any particular spots you guys want to touch on from the Rumble itself that we didn't already mention?
3: Um, I think the sequence for the final three. With, with Oscar Ria uh, uh, all and three of them on the with, apron with the mist and everything. On the apron yes. with the mist. Mm-hmm. That was a very um very well thought out. Mm-hmm. And it's a much and they executed it perfectly. What's that? They executed it really well. They executed it really perfectly. Yeah. And I think those apron spots, something like that, can be a thing that you you take for granted as a fan. Um and I think was told very well and uh by the three of them. And mm-hmm. um yeah, that was that was, was probably my well. favorite thing. Yeah. Because I honestly thought I was like, okay, Rhea's probably gonna win, but I could right now see all three of them grabbing grabbing a spot in this sequence and winning this match. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right you was the door open. Yes.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Any one of those three could have won it. We knew Rhea was going to win, but any one of those three women could have won it. And we'd have been like, valid case. Oh, oh, okay. Exactly.
0: Case.
1: Cool. Like, okay.
3: Cool. Exactly.
1: Um, what are the other two doing? <laughs> i like, so, and like, what are the other two doing now? But oh, um, Exactly.
3: And you know what, though? I also loved that Liv and Rhea started and finished a mm-hmm. la Sean and the Bulldog. Yes, mm-hmm. and yep. um, I, I'm glad that it was Oscar to get eliminated first, and the two of them to finish it.
1: Mm-hmm. Couldn't agree more. Yeah. Um, I gotta also we gotta also give credit to Rhea again. You know she dislocated her knee in the match.
2: Oh God,
0: Jesus!
1: She said it. She said she dislocated her knee during the match and popped it back in.
0: Yeah, I did read that.
1: Um, but, you know, mm-hmm. she's good. Everything's okay with her. Um, again, I'm going to repeat it. Those, all three of those women showed out. Mm-hmm. I loved the entire sequence uh, to the mist going down. To Liv literally blindly finding, like, you can see it. The spot is clearly there. Mm-hmm. Liv is, like, blindly moving but trying not to fall and just punching Rhea's hands punching mm-hmm. punching punching pulling yes. her fingers and all Liv did was a hbk pull up and yep. toss her off
0: mm-hmm. yeah it was very 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 well done very now well let's done. get into the aftermath ria comes out on raw with an amazing promo brother mm-hmm. way, do you want to share your screen and let's listen to that promo real quick uh but while you're getting that up so in the promo It was her finally choosing who she's going to face at WrestleMania. And I think a lot of us thought she was going to choose Bianca. Because, you know, I think also because Rhea is on Raw currently right now. And that's a match that we all want to see. But uh, she went and picked Charlotte. Because also there's still unfinished business between those two. They They've both start with, with Rhea and Charlotte. It's always start and stop, start and stop. Let them have a story. Also, on the Charlotte Flair side, uh, she just had an interview recently on Busted Open, Charlotte. uh, prior to the Royal Rumble. Did she? And and they asked her a question. They asked like, you know, they talked about the chemistry her and Sasha Banks had, or now Mercedes Monet. You know, the the chemistry the two of them had. They had this rivalry that lasted. They they at the time were like. The the Austin and Rock, they they could feud, they can separate, they can come back to each other and feud again, and it's always going to be like top notch wrestling, top notch storytelling. Who else does Charlotte have chemistry with, like Sasha Banks? Charlotte mentioned a couple names. She mentioned Rhea. She mentioned Oscar. Um, I personally think Ronda and Becky can kind of fall in that category too, but like. Who else is up to Charlotte's level? Charlotte is a superior athlete. Charlotte is probably the best women's wrestler in the world. In current day wrestling, she is the best. I know I'm Mm. not trying to have an argument about if that's, you know, if you guys agree with that. No, I'm not going to argue it. That could be for another show, but um, who else on the roster in WWE right now, you know, is at her level? And I think Rhea and her have a great chemistry. They've already put on Great matches. Have they fought once or twice now?
1: Uh, wow. Um once you're dating they, this uh, no, only once in no. Mania?
0: No, twice.
1: They fought each other several times, but this is the this will be the second time at WrestleMania. At Mania. Uh the first, was the first time, time
0: was... for the NXT championship.
1: Yes, yes. The first time was for the NXT championship. And the second time was at Money in the Bank.
0: That's what it was, right?
1: For the oh no, Hell in a Cell. And then money in the bank, but Charlotte won those as well. Mm-hmm. Charlotte won by DQ the second time, and then Charlotte won by submission the third time,
0: right? But so that was every sta- time, yeah, so yeah. every
1: time they face each other, it's either been jankiness or Charlotte got the win. Mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. But if you want to talk about chemistry, Rhea and Charlotte have a chemistry, and again, there's unfinished business there, there's a story there, and I think that's the marquee match. We want us as Rhea Ripley fans, want would rather see her in as opposed to her facing Bianca?
1: Yeah, I mean, I am, I for one am not opposed to it. I have my thoughts on it. I can't get the promo up right now, it's kind of difficult. So,
0: go back, check it out. I'm sure they'll have it on, on the WWE network or search, search it on YouTube, check out the Rhea Ripley promo. But, Wade, what are your thoughts then on the aftermath and Rhea? Choosing Charlotte over Bianca.
1: Now, in my head, the whole time I was going, the money's on the table right there. We all said the same thing. We all said mm-hmm. Rhea versus uh, Sasha. See, if we topped her up. Mm-hmm. Um, Rhea versus Bianca is the money match. Rhea versus Bianca is a story, a tale as old as time.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: We've had the we've had them interact with each other since NXT. They were the final two in the twenty twenty one Royal Rumble. And now it's like, yo, you're both at a point now where you two have to combine. You have to have this match. You are supposed to be the future when it comes to women's wrestling. Was I upset at her choice at first? Absolutely. But then once, and again, I'm going to, I don't know if you saw the promo, but I'm going to post it later on in our group. And I want you to check it out because it came off so so much better than I ever thought it would. Rhea was basically said in the promo that the first time I ever faced Charlotte, I went in cocky, I was young, I was on the highest of highs and she put me in my place and I can't stand for that anymore. I'm gonna change the rules. Everyone wants this status quo where Charlotte Flair is on top and I like to disrupt things and I'm tired of I'm tired of Charlotte Flair being on top. So at WrestleMania, Charlotte Flair, I choose you and I'm going to beat you at WrestleMania.
0: And let's not forget, I'm sorry to interrupt, the first time the two of them face each other at a WrestleMania was during the pandemic at the mm-hmm. Performance Center in front of zero fans. Mm-hmm. Give them the stage mm-hmm. to do what they both do. Night one main event. Yep. They, night they one main it. event. Yeah. Charlotte versus
1: it. Rhea's night one main event.
0: Yep. I said it in our chat. They should end night one, Rhea and Charlotte, and Bianca and whoever her partner is insert, partner or not partner, opponent oh. here, should open up night two. There you go. And night love. one with women, open up night two with the women.
1: Mm-hmm. Grand opening, grand clo- grand closing, grand opening. Yeah. Um, a, a story that I have wanted to see for a long time, and I've always wanted to see Charlotte give get her come up in, mm-hmm. and it's due. Rhea is the hottest she's ever been right now. Oh yeah, the the woman is Teflon,
0: and that's all thanks to Judgment Day and Dominic fucking Mysterio.
1: Yeah, with Dominic Judgment Day only not only, you know what the thing is? Her journey of Judgment Day enhanced her. It made Mm -hmm. her step her game up. It made her the focus of the group. Because we said it when we did the Normies. If Judgment Day didn't have Rhea Ripley, we wouldn't care. Right. We wouldn't care as much. So now this match means so much more. And she is going to prove, once she beats Charlotte, that she is the dominant, and let's just call it what it is, the leader of the Judgment Day.
0: Mm -hmm. Agreed.
1: So I am... Fully on board with Charlotte versus Rhea at WrestleMania main eventing night one. Yep,
0: brother Phil. What are your thoughts in the aftermath?
3: Um, at the beginning of this year, when Wade and I put together our hot takes episode, the one one of the hot takes that I was the least confident about no matter how confident I was with it coming off my lips, was that Charlotte Flair will return and we will re- realize how much we miss her and how great she is. And this is just this is just continuing to prove that. And who would have thought she would have returned as a baby face? Who yeah. would have
0: thought? Who would have thought, right? You Not know? us.
3: Well, someone, someone needed to save us from Ronda Rousey. Uh,
0: agreed. And Agreed. it's it,
3: it's funny watching
0: Charlotte try try to be a babyface because she's so used to being a heel.
3: Yep. So something I learned, learned today. Um Charlotte did not know that she was winning the belt until she walked in the door in Orlando for that SmackDown episode. Smackdown. Yep. Really? Her, her house her housekeeper, her cleaning lady had to drive to her house in Tampa to get her ring gear and bring it back so that she could be ready for the match.
2: Mm
1: -hmm. Wow.
3: Yep. She didn't have ring gear. She didn't have ring gear with her until an hour before SmackDown went live. That was a break glass in
0: case of emergency situation. And thankfully it happened. I don't know what's going to happen with Ronda. Just to mention, we mentioned Ronda, you know, what's going to happen with her. I don't know why her second her her second run was not as good as the first. People I know people are skeptical about her first one too and critical about it. But I thought her first run was very good. If it wasn't for her, the women would have never invented WrestleMania, uh, and I I wholeheartedly believe that she really gave she helped that women's
3: evolution become a thing. Uh, I'll tell you exactly why, Bones. Why? It's because the heat that she has, my my take on it, I feel that the heat that she has on her from the fans is legitimate heat in the sense that we as fans get the feeling that she does not like us. Mm-hmm. That's she- what it is. It's not a heel for the sake of kayfabe. And for the sake of playing the role, she yeah. genuinely the the perception is that she genuinely dislikes not being liked by the fans.
0: Yeah, she doesn't understand what it's like to be a heel. Given I like her better as a heel, you know, like her first run when she turned heel with the whole Becky and Charlotte. I did like that version of her, but you're right she doesn't yeah. she doesn't like not being liked. She needs to be an uber baby face and everyone likes her. That's what's going to make her happy. But we didn't Don't, like her as a baby face. I, no, she's terrible at as a baby face. I did not like her as a baby face. Stop being yourself, Ron, to be someone Stop. else. Stop.
1: You're stuck at it. <laughs> yep. Don't be you. You're oh, stuck at it.
0: But you know who is amazing as a heel? That is our tribal chief, our current undisputed universal champion, Roman Reigns. Uh, main eventing and retaining his championship against Kevin Owens. Let's talk about the match real quick. Match was great. Uh, storytelling 101 in the match. Kevin Owens is one of the best wrestlers in the world. Definitely, I could say he's in my top. I could say he's top, top 10. I could say top 10 mm-hmm. for me.
1: Top 10 for me.
0: I would have to really sit down and make an official list, but, um, Great match. I mean, who? I mean, but though my only thing with this match was, we said the were predictable a few times already. This was also predictable. I didn't feel like only. I think because there's been so much talk about Roman at WrestleMania this year, there my they they didn't suspend my disbelief where I thought Kevin actually had a chance to beat Roman. Mm-hmm. Uh, if he did have a chance to beat him, would have been kind of shanky. Maybe with a Sami Zayn interference of some source, but that didn't happen. We had a clean, well, clean match, um, and Roman Reigns came out victorious. They put on a stellar match. So what do you guys think about just the in-ring work alone between these two? A
3: minus match. Mm-hmm. Yes.
1: A plus match, counting the aftermath. You mm-hmm. get extra. I'm, di-
3: I'm going. I'm going. Everything bell to bell only. Match itself.
1: Mm-hmm. Oh, a well, minus. I- Okay. Oh, you're going to match. Okay. Oh, well, well,
0: okay.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I I agree with the A minus. A minus for the mm-hmm. match. We didn't even. Do did we grade let's, the women's rumble?
0: Oh no! You know what we did?
1: We didn't not. grade let's, the women's let's, rumble.
0: Let's no. You know I,
3: I do this. The I do B- the same grade. thing as I did with the men's B plus.
0: A-, <laughs> a The only match we graded was the men's rumble match. I'm so bad at this, guy, Sorry. A
1: minus. A minus well,
0: a- for me. Well, let's do a quick quick uh rapid fire round. Pitch black match. What would you grade it? C plus. Yes, yeah, I would give it a. I give it a C plus. I'm with you mm-hmm. on that. Bianca and Alexa. C. C minus. I would. Yeah. I would. I would. I would say C. I'll, I'll say C. All right. Women's Rumble. B plus. C a minus. minus. Yeah, Women's Rumble. I would give it. I would give it an A. Mm-hmm. It was an exciting, exciting match for me. Hmm. Anyway, now back to the main event, Kevin. And Roman. So um uh, so now let's include the aftermath now. You know, if we get the aftermath involved, uh just absolute amazing storytelling. And what about that pop, that wall of sound after Sammy hit the chair shot heard around the world? Mm-hmm. It's
1: it's just something that we've been building towards mm-hmm. since New, oh my God, New Normal has been been around since, the, since this whole thing started. Pretty much, yeah. Wow. um, It just means so much more to the story. We've gotten these pieces and it took, you know what? People complain about Bray Wyatt long-term story building. This story with Roman Reigns and the bloodline and Sami Zayn and all these things going on has been going on for three years straight. Yep. Mm-hmm. If that's not long-term storytelling, I don't know what to tell you guys. Yeah, Again, yeah. beautifully done. There were so many little Easter eggs and callbacks and we really got um, something I have never seen happen to someone before in a match. Um, mm-hmm. I went to go walk the pup and I came back and was Roman's entrance took five minutes because I already had to With the Hardy thing they had to put the ring back together and everything like that. So that took some time. Jesse told me he took like five minutes to get to the ring. Crowd Mm. popped for him. You know, the usual Roman stuff. Right. By the end of the night, he'll heat out the ass.
3: Mm -hmm. How quickly and organically the fuck you Roman chant grew.
1: Quickly. Quickly.
3: And it took what, maybe three rounds before the whole before the whole Alamo Dome was singing it,
0: and and then what about during the aftermath during Cody's promo on Raw the Roman sucks chance that just yeah. came out mm-hmm. of nowhere,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yep. Roman so, is getting Roman is more of a heel now, post Royal Rumble than he was leading into Royal Rumble. Agreed, agreed,
3: agreed, agreed, agreed. agreed. Mr. Bones, yes, sir. If I may have a moment here, of course, please. You okay, have so the at, floor. The be- at the beginning of the episode, I touched on how, by no fault of their own, WWE has a Cody Rhodes problem on its hand right now. Mm-hmm. Okay, we as the fans now, in the aftermath of possibly <clears throat> one of the greatest, one of the greatest chair shots of all time. Mm-hmm. This yeah. and Seth Rollins are. Two of the top, okay. You can't you can't
0: forget Tommy Dreamer's chair shot on Raven back in the old okay. ECW days. You can't so forget the, the Rock
1: chair shot to Ken Shamrock.
3: Ooh, ooh, good one. Round Rushmore's. So that's another conversation for another day. Another
1: day. Round Rushmore okay. or a chair shot.
3: So we've got this triangle of now, okay, that we knew was coming and is now facing us smack, and smack three inches away. Roman Reigns, Cody Rhodes and Sami Zayn as the organic hero underdog, right? Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. And everybody wants to see Sami and Roman at Wrestlemania. Mm-hmm. But we have to have Cody and Roman. Mm-hmm. So, where does Cody all of this the come together, right? Where, where, what, what do we do? Okay. WWE already planted the seeds and gave us the hint at the end of the Royal Rumble and about four months ago, and again at Hell in a Cell 2021, 2020. Okay. By having Jey Uso have his crisis of conscience. Mm-hmm. and put his head in his hands and walk out the door. Okay? He doesn't know what he wants. This mm-hmm. all started with, like I said, Hell in the Cell, Roman picked him as his first real contender, right? Yep. And Jay mm-hmm. got bitch-slapped into the bloodline. Main event, Jay. Main event, Jay Uso. That's right. Main event, Jay Uso. Okay? Then, fast forward, and... Jay goes off the 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 rails in one of the promos and says, point blank, I don't give a damn what the tribal chief says. Yep. And now you come to... He wasn't feeling Ar- very oozy that day. Not very oozy. Nope.
1: Not very he, oozy at all. Not
3: very oozy one bit. And now you come to the events of what we saw going on in his mind and emotionally at a Royal Rumble.
0: Okay. Those seeds were planted, though, at Raw 30 when Jay stood up for Sami Zayn
3: also. And and even at mm-hmm. Raw 30. Yes, yeah. thank you. Thank yeah, you. Raw You're further 30. cementing this, okay? Mm-hmm. What I see coming is that not that Jay is going to swerve us and this is all him just making something up and him, you know, he's really still bloodline forever, right? I think he gets Jay... Gets put back in his place by Roman. Mm -hmm.
0: Okay. It's still tag champs. So the Usos have the Usos are still tag champs. Okay. Usos are still tag champs.
3: Roman uses any means necessary to make an example out of Sami Zayn at the elimination chamber. Mm -hmm. Okay. Jay tries to fight his way out, and Roman brings him back in. Gaslights him does everything he can Mm -hmm. To bring him back to the bloodline Okay That puts the Sammy thing Off to the side where we now Have the development of Sammy and KO versus the Usos For the tag titles at Wrestlemania Mm Mania That tables That tables the Sammy and Roman problem because we have put it to bed in Elimination Chamber. Mm-hmm. Usos probably get involved in some way and Jay gets pulled in and told to do the deed. Mm-hmm. Jay gets forced to do the deed to set up that tag title match, which allows Roman and Cody to now have their own program to develop at WrestleMania. Right. And now you put Sammy and, Sammy and KO versus Jimmy and Jay. And then... That's where that's where Jay finally says, "I've had enough," and Jay Uso walks out on Jimmy mm-hmm. at WrestleMania. Give me an eight-man tag match. Give me Cody,
0: KO, Sammy, and Jay Uso versus Roman, Solo, Jimmy, and Jacob Fatu. Because <laughs> if you, I don't know if you guys saw, there was a Twitter interaction between Jay Uso and Jacob Fatu. Gotcha. Where, where Jacob asked him, he's like, Oh, yo, uh, uh, uh he tagged Jay and he's like, yo, blood in or blood out. And Jay responded, mm-hmm. I'm out, bro, with the the blood drop emoji.
3: Yeah.
0: Jacob Fatu is not the current MLW champion anymore. So he's not. Uh, I don't Just know what saying. his contract status is with MLW, mm-hmm. but I do know that MLW is still going through a lawsuit right now with WWE or something like that, because Corp Bauer did something I, I don't know that, that all that shit but uh Jacob had too just saying mm-hmm. yep he he he's made his his voice his presence known on the uh Twitter machine yep and uh he yes, is he in so but also let's talk about Roman real quick Roman is about to make history he is currently approaching let me see yeah he's approaching 900 days as champion 900 he is right now the sixth, mm-hmm. he's he's the sixth longest championship reign, just below uh, Pedro Morales. Pedro Morales is fifth at 1,027 days. I think above that is um, Bruno, Bob Backlund, and Hogan. Yeah. I think, of the top that, three. That's the
3: four. They are the four.
0: Yep. So, he will already surpass Pedro Morales' By the time we get to WrestleMania, my question is: What kind of history are they trying to have Roman make here? So I, I feel like that history, that that record right there, could be the deciding factor on if Roman walks out of Mania uh, as the undisputed champion.
3: No,
1: I don't
0: think so yeah. necessarily. I don't. I don't think
1: Roman walks out with that title.
0: I don't either. Those I don't like.
1: I legit think. And again, (laughs) we have loved this reign from the inception all the way up to now. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah.
1: But good things must come to an end eventually.
0: Uh, Right, Mm -hmm. eventually. And a part of me still feels like Roman's going to... I want Cody to win. But I still feel like Cody does not have to win his first time facing Roman. Roman is on a roll right now. Yeah. Let... Let Roman gain even more heat for taking out Cody at Mania when everyone is predicting that Cody's going to come out as the champion. Have mm-hmm. have them run this back again later on. Hell, fucking let fuck let Roman hold on to the title till next Mania.
1: No, you're gonna let Roman be champion for four years. Why not? Four years?
0: Bruno San Martino has the longest reign at 2,803 days. So yep. it's happened once before in wrestling.
1: It's a different era, though, man. Like, you're talking about a different era.
0: You. I don't okay. know. I, I, I'm not saying I want it. I'm just saying it could happen. Anything could happen. Anything could happen in wrestling.
1: We'll see what happens with Hunter with the pen. Right. We'll see what happens.
0: Um, Because as far as we know, knock on wood, it stays this way. This is going to be Hunter's WrestleMania. And
1: I want to touch on something that we didn't touch on really, like the Easter eggs of that match or the aftermath. Okay. One of the biggest things that I loved about this entire segment was after the chair shot. You saw Jay go like Jay looked like Mm -hmm. in complete utter disbelief. Panic. Panic. And he just went, You my brother. How could you do this? Who was the first person to pull the trigger?
3: Jimmy. Jimmy. Fucking boom. Super. No questions asked. Just Jimmy just wound up and clocked him with the super kick.
1: Now go back. Who was vouching for Sammy from the rip? Jimmy. Jimmy told Roman, yeah. yo, and, and on SmackDown, it must have been like. The handshake. Before,
3: yeah, the secret handshake.
1: The, the, the secret the, handshake. The quadruple not even before quadruple before, mm-hmm. before the handshake, Roman pulled Jimmy in there, was talking to him about Sammy. And Jimmy said, yo, Sammy, that's my dog. Mm-hmm. That's my dog. Mm-hmm. I'm all that's my homie. That's my dog. But your blood. Yeah. And whatever you whatever you want, I'ma go with.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Cause you're because your blood. Which is funny to me because when Jimmy came back, bones, we touched on it. He was looking like the one that was gonna fight Roman next. Yep. No, remember the remember the nobody's bitch t shirts? Yep. Mm-hmm. I ain't nobody's bitch. He called Jay his bitch. So that's even more trigger and more pain mentally that Jay was going through. So add Mm -hmm. that in there. It's shocking to see Jimmy pull the trigger and then Jay looks at Jimmy and Jimmy says, that's your brother? That's your brother? I'm your brother?
0: Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: And you just Mm -hmm. see the pure. This is why I'm saying, man, the Oscars are this week. We got to give Jimmy, we got to give Jimmy that award winning, you know, Mm. best supporting actor role. Because for the past couple years, the whole time this thing's been going on, Jimmy has been something special. I mean, Jay has been something special. I'm sorry, Jay. Jay Jay. has been something special. Mm -hmm. Yep. And to see the pure conflict and the hurt and the pain where he was, like you said, uh, so what was the phrase you used for Jay? Panicked? Yes. Shows so that this storyline has, again, touching back on it, mm-hmm. some layers. Exactly.
0: There's yep. layers. It's, I'm sorry, real quick, everything from Jimmy's super kick, solo's Samoan spike, and then Roman just standing over over Sammy, pulling off pedal by pedal off of the, uh, the Samoan lay. Just pure pure poetry right there. That is how you that's how you fucking tell a goddamn story. 100%. It's not even over yet. It's not even over no. yet.
3: Nope. Jay. Jay Uso has been the model example of when you see somebody who's a friend of yours holding being gaslit in a relationship and being pulled into an emotionally abusive relationship, physically, emotionally. And I hate to draw that comparison, but it, it, it check again, it checks all the boxes, Mm -hmm. the way that Roman forced him into all of this, you know, over the course of their, their title matches. Right. Then everything's been great. Kind of put it off to the side. Everyone forgets about it. Everyone's riding high you know, the bloodline is is top of the industry, no questions asked. Then, you know, you kind of rub the wrong way and then you get reminded in front of everybody, you get reminded of who you are and where you belong in this relationship. Yep.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. So
3: real
0: quick, guys, what is your final grade on this main event?
1: As a whole? Including the aftermath.
0: Including the nope. aftermath, yeah. Wow.
3: How many pluses do you give it after the A? Oof. Exactly.
0: A plus plus baby. That, that's that's A, what I get. A plus 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 because there's three of them.
3: Ten stars in the Tokyo Dome.
0: Let's fucking go.
1: Ten let's stars let's in go. the Georgia Dome. <laughs> yeah. Ten, Ten stars in the Alamo Georgia Dome, 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 my
3: friends. The yep, Alamo
0: yeah. Dome great match but going back real quick to what we asked i asked wade earlier you know where would you rate this royal rumble and all royal rumbles the only reason i can't give this rumble pay-per-view i wouldn't put this in the same conversation i'm sorry uh as top royal rumbles is because of the pitch black match and the women's championship match Mm -hmm. because the the other the two rumble matches and the main event really kept things together and were amazing It was the middle of the pay-per-view was very lackluster. And that's why I wouldn't put this in the conversation as best Royal Rumble pay-per-view. Royal Rumble matches. We could have that argument on where that falls in top Rumble matches, but for both men and women. But I think still overall it was a, it was a great pay-per-view, you know, uh, starting with the men's Rumble and then the women's Rumble and then the main event ending the show were just fantastic. Um, Now we're on the road to WrestleMania. Now we got to see the aftermath later tonight on SmackDown and uh, see what happens when Elimination Chamber hits us in a few weeks. But guys, before we sign off, Brother Wade, let's talk about WWE 2K23 because these fucking trailers, man, look sick.
1: Bro, uh, I am excited for this game. The announcement was made literally maybe a couple weeks before the Rumble. And we were going to need a trailer, and boy, did we. Mm-hmm. The embargo lift will have been lifted as of this recording with brand new videos dropping with gameplay this Thursday with the War Games matches. That's
0: right. I said War Games. That looks pretty fucking cool to have that in the match. That's pretty exciting.
3: Um, I'm, Yeah, I'm pumped.
1: Mm-hmm. And for War Games, uh, just to give you guys little details, because I don't want to go full-blown because I don't know everything. Right now about the game, and what we're getting, War Games will feature weapons as well. All right. So nice. like when you notice, and these, this is truly important when it comes to War Games, when someone is about to come out of their cage, you pick who's coming out of the cage, mind you. And nice. when they come down, they can stop and grab weapons before they come into the ring. As they do in the War right, Games then. matches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, indeed. Very cool. Um, not too much to touch on man I'm very excited there's a lot of cool characters that we're seeing a lot Mm -hmm. of updated characters a lot of new additions Um, Cora Jade was there she's happy that she's making her first appearance Alpha Fire the Judgment Day is there Bianca Roman the Bloodline entrance it's gonna be a fun game and Mm -hmm. I can't wait to see what the full roster looks like
2: Mm -hmm.
0: yeah that's what I'm looking forward to some March I, I do like uh, Logan Paul, and also the, they have the Bad Bunny plug-in. Uh, yeah, that that yes. play, that's pretty cool too. You could play as them. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did notice you could do Hollywood Hogan, you could do Hulk Hogan, you could do Macho C- Man, C- you could do Macho Man, you could do Cena, you could do Cena from 2002, and then Cena as Prototype. You could do, um, right? He was Prototype in OVW.
1: Yeah. Yes. Oh, and that's this, another cool part.
0: Is usually OV- WWE W-2K characters. Do-
1: does that all the time with showcases mm-hmm. where you have to play through some of the wrestler's greatest matches and you play through different yes. eras of that character? Yes, this yes. one the is trials flipped. of Cena. This one is flipped for Cena. Mm. You're playing his opponents who beat him.
3: Yep,
0: nice, like
1: okay. The Rock, like Kurt Rock Angle, of like, yeah. Rock and WrestleMania, Gordon. Kurt Angle, um, nice. Rob Van Damme. Undertaker.
0: I did see RVDs in this, yes.
1: Yes, from One Night Stand, mind mm-hmm. you. Uh, Edge is going to probably pop up in there. Randy Orton and it ends with Roman from SummerSlam of last year. No, right. two years ago, I'm sorry.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, that that's going to be a really cool storyline. I haven't played a 2K game since I think it was 2K19 is the last one that I have. But mm-hmm. uh, after seeing this, man, and just looking at the stacked roster they're going to have on this, I'm pretty excited for this. I'm probably going to – when is the release date? Is that set yet for this game? Yes, it comes out March 13th. Okay, so soon mm-hmm. enough.
3: Mm-hmm. Awesome. And we
1: should be getting a full roster reveal in the next month.
0: Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Looking forward to it. Looking forward to the some new 2K games. Uh Also let's hit some more wrestling talk Real quick anything from AE Dubs you guys want to touch on before We uh sign off Today
3: um The only thing for me is Coming off of dynamite and Ladies and gentlemen spoiler alert we have A new TNT champion And uh he Is the Samoan submission Machine Samoa Joe Now is back to being double TV Champ um I love the story that they've told in the last five, six weeks of the fact that Darby Allen just continues to be broken down physically, physically, and beaten up and beaten up. And it finally got to him tonight where freaking Samoa Joe hits him with a muscle buster from the second rope onto exposed plywood to put him away. Jesus by any means necessary. Another thing from his interview, mm-hmm. um, Jack Perry, mm-hmm. I think they're moving more and more towards dropping the Jungle Boy moniker. Mm-hmm. And he has made it absolutely clear that he is now a singles wrestler. So mm-hmm. let the pillar stand tall. Let
0: Thank mm-hmm. you. Very well said. Um, I didn't get to watch Dynamite tonight, but how was Brian Danielson versus Timothy Thatcher?
3: Uh, it was a good match. Mm -hmm. Um, solid match. Something you would expect out of the two of them. What was that like Um, a clash of styles? Though I'm kind of curious how those two were in the ring. So it wasn't necessarily a clash of styles. It was Brian Danielson digging deep into his technical arsenal. Mm -hmm. Thatcher using. All his submission techniques mm-hmm. busted out the armbar, catch wrestling. Um, yeah, he a lot got of away with the he got to put away with the knee by uh, the running knee by Danielson. And you know what? I, I, saying it out loud, I
0: should take that. That's definitely not a clash of styles with that, that Daniel Bryan. I'm sorry, Brian Danielson and Timothy Thatcher because they're both catch wrestlers, so not yeah. a clash of styles. But uh, Wade, do you know if that's the first time those two ever met in the ring? Yes, it is. That's pretty cool. I have to go back and check that out. And also, Mm -hmm. how was uh, Takeshita
3: uh, and Brian Cage? It was a very good, again, another solid match. Mm -hmm. And Takeshita also got involved in the Danielson match because the ref got knocked out. MJF came out with the dynamite ring and was going to use it. And Takeshita launched himself, launched himself from the stands and chased MJF out. And next week on Dynamite, we will have a title eliminator mat, uh, eliminator match between MJF and Kanoutsky, Takashta
0: Takashita is going to be a fucking another star. Someone he's, else, I think he's, we he's mentioned been, this.
3: He's had the rocket strapped to him the last two yeah. months.
0: Yeah. yeah, yeah. Someone else we, need, we should we should really keep our eyes
3: on in twenty twenty three. Oh, uh, one other thing to note, guys. Mm-hmm. I would love to see how, how this develops over the next couple months. Just a quick reminder to everybody that Koda Ibushi is officially a free agent. He is, uh, but he did
0: put out a report that he 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 has no no plans on going to AEW right now. He wants to remain a free agent, but he mm-hmm. wants to open up a wrestling school in Japan first before he sits and talks about settling down in any particular promotion. He wants to kind of freelance and go all over the place and wrestle as many places as he possibly can. Yeah, he's already AJ, doing
1: two GCW gigs in uh Mania yes. weekend,
0: and he's also mm-hmm. um, facing Mike Bailey. I think at uh, was a Bloodsport. I think is coming up. Yeah, it is him and Mike Bailey. Bloodsport. Him Sport. and Mike Bailey. So, uh, but yeah, right now Kota Bush is going to be everywhere. He's going to be all over the place. He's going to do his little his run on the Indies. Going to wrestle as many places as he possibly can. So if there's a forbidden door open, I guarantee we'll see Kota Bushi pop up sometime on AEW, but not as a full-time wrestler.
1: No, not Mm -hmm. as a full-time. Another cool thing, Bone, since you missed it, was the continuation of the women's storyline with what's going on. Um, Mm -hmm. Jamie Hayter was doing an interview backstage, and she was confronted by the Bunny, and Bunny challenged Jamie Hayter to a match. Jamie accepted. Um, As that was going on, Renee was getting told to her ear that something was going on backstage, so Ryan and Tony were beating the bricks off of off of Britt. Mm-hmm. Jamie ran to go help, but it was too late. They already had gotten to her. So later in the night, as Britt is being interviewed by the by uh, by Renee, Ruby walks in, and Ruby's like checking in on her, seeing how she was, and Britt's like, "No, those are your friends. Like you've known them a lot longer than you know me, and and Jamie." So uh, yeah, I kind of don't trust you right now when it comes to the situation. Right. So they're playing more into the story. So I'm definitely thinking
0: blood and guts.
1: Anyone? Uh,
0: that I would sign me up for that. And but I, I I'm loving it more and more because back when Ruby, uh, Soraya and Tony were in WWE. And, Wade, I'm sure you remember me saying this. If I was to have my own riot squad, it would be Ruby, Liv, Soraya, Mia, Yim, and Tony. Mm -hmm. That's like my riot squad. So seeing Ruby, Tony, and Soraya right now uh, in these segments together, I I pop for it hard. Mm -hmm. Curious to see what they do with Ruby, if they turn Ruby and she joins with uh, Brit. But I feel like... uh, I. I like, I think Ruby is too over right now to turn heel. Uh, and I think she's better off as a babyface right now. Yeah.
1: Ruby's way too over to turn heel right now.
0: Unless, Mm-mm. unless they're trying to really get Jamie Hayter over as a babyface and have her pull away from Brit, then you swap one for one, make Jamie the babyface and throw Ruby then as another heel on the women's side. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, But like we it. still have the rest of February to go through these storylines because March 5th is AEW Revolution. That's the next uh, pay-per-view for AEW. So we still got at least the next four weeks or so of storytelling. Uh, what else, nope. guys, in the world of wrestling, and the state of wrestling, any, any impact news, NWA, MLW, Ring of Honor you want to touch on? NXT. NXT. We got Vengeance Day coming up.
1: Yes, Vengeance Day is this weekend, and I know mm. we're all in the uh, midnight hour. We're getting there. We're feeling it. Mm. Um, not much to recap. There was a setup for Vengeance Day, and all our matches are set in stone. Chase U was the final team to qualify for the Fatal 4 for the New Day's NXT Tag Team Championships. Mm. And also, fun fact that I did not realize, Carmelo Hayes and... Apollo Crews' two out of three falls match is now to determine the number one contender for the NXT
0: championship.
3: Oh, how about that?
0: That's a nice little uh tidbit over there to throw into there. Absolutely, I like that.
3: Um, Roxanne, (laughs) good. I was saying, you mean the NXT title that Braun Breaker will retain and then drop to Carmelo?
1: (laughs) Yes, uh, if we were gonna do a quick prediction. Braun is going to be Grayson Waller in the steel cage match. I think we're all in agreement.
2: Mm. I think, uh, at this point, yeah, yeah.
1: And Mello is going to win that two out of three falls. Uh, Cora and I'm sorry, Cora. Roxanne and Toxic had a last, a last a final confrontation before their big triple threat match, quote unquote, um, at Vengeance Day, and they were like really demeaning Roxanne in this promo. Toxic mm. ate her up on the on the uh in the promo to the point where it looked like roxanne was like really like upset and all of a sudden we see the crazy side of roxanne come out and she beats up both of them
0: yes yo roxanne is a fucking star man she's a natural that's what i love about roxanne everything she does whether she's on the mic whether she's in the ring everything is smooth Mm-hmm. You know, I, I know. Together. I know she. She what she lacks in size, she makes up for in her in ring work mm-hmm. and her stature. The way she carries herself, she carries herself like she's a superstar, a la her making her entrance at the Royal Rumble alone. Mm-hmm. He came in like she was, like she meant to be there. Agree. Are we all in
1: favor yeah. of her retaining her title this weekend?
0: Yes, percent. Yes, but mm-hmm. my question to you is this: then what happens to toxic attraction after this? Do they Easy. do they break them up? Do they keep them together? Put them on the main roster? What do they I, do?
1: Bye bye toxic. Yeah, time for them
0: to go up. Triple H right now is stacking the women's roster on mm-hmm. on the main roster. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. You know, like look at everyone: Chelsea Green, Piper Niven, um, Mia Yim, Candice LeRae look at Scarlett, look at all these fucking names, Tegan Knox, Shotzi Chelsea Green. Chelsea Green thank you, come on he is focusing, I think this is focus in the women's division oh, we're going to see more than just who's feuding for the Raw championship who's feuding for the Smackdown championship there's going to be more side stories within the women's division yeah. depth I, in the women's division and I think I we need that going into Wrestlemania
1: absolutely um, I agree with you wholeheartedly. Mm-hmm. So toxic attraction was definitely on their way up to me. I do not yeah. see them splitting up. Even though like in the promo, Gigi has said at one time, when I become I'm oops, I mean when we become
2: yeah. NXC yeah, women.
1: You have to do that. You have to yeah. kind of like plant the seeds. But yeah,
2: exactly.
1: I see them after this. This is their standoff. There's no them them and Indy should be up already at this point. Exactly. And you it, just said it, it right there. Yeah. They,
3: you just hit it on it right there. This is going to be their send off. You let them sit for a couple months mm-hmm. and then you use a Raw after WrestleMania to uh, introduce them to the main roster. Mm-hmm. There mm-hmm. you go. I agree. that That's yeah. the way, that's the right way to do it. Mm-hmm. Surprising. Uh, Surprising. Me oh, wait. Also,
1: Wesley is defending his title against Die Jack. Who do we got?
0: Wesley, uh, yeah, Wesley.
1: I love Wes. I hope he retains. I'm going Wesley too.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. I, um, I I love DiJack too, and I I want DiJack to get over like he, like he should be. Dijak's, let's not forget DiJack's been around for a long time in the WWE. He's been in the NXT. He was in NXT for a long time before he was even on TV. Mm-hmm. You know, back yep. back when he was still Donovan DiJack. You know, and I'm so, bangers so, with Keith Lee. Uh huh. Yep, But no, Dij- bangers were with Keith Lee. Yeah, so yeah. he eventually will get it. He'll get his turn because DiJack's a fucking superstar, too, as long as they know how to book him. Mm-hmm. Agreed. So. And
1: last but not least, like I said earlier, Chase You won the triple threat to get into the Fatal 4-way for the NFC Tag Titles. Who you guys got winning? We got the New Day. We got Gallus. Pretty Deadly and Chase You.
3: I got
0: New Day Retaining.
1: I got I Gallus.
0: Have, yeah, I'm going to go with Gallus on this one.
1: I got Gallus mm-hmm.
0: one on this. New New Day has no need to retain. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: No There's need. no I'm gonna need. Go, I'm going to go with Gallus on this one. Gallus is a great team. They're a great faction. They have been since the beginning, early days of NXT UK. Uh, I think they should run with it, and they could be a, uh, some awesome heel <laughs> tag teams <laughs> to run that tag division for a little while. Just like they did okay. NXT UK, so couldn't agree
1: more, brother. Couldn't agree more.
0: Oh, there's one more match: the tag titles,
1: <laughs> women's tag. Um, Caden oh, yeah. and Katana versus Kiana James and Fallon. There's no reason to take the titles off of Ke- uh Caden, and Katana. They're gonna retain.
0: They'll retain. They've had those belts for a while now. For a few. For months. a minute.
1: For a yeah. few months.
0: Yeah. Well, good. Good for them, because you know even uh Katana, uh, which I still can't get used to calling her, that has been around for a while too, and so is Cade, and they both been around in the uh, in the um, thank you promotion. I Couldn't think of the word scene. Uh, the scene for a while too. So let, let them let them have, carry some gold for a bit. Yeah. So so when is Vengeance Day? Is that this weekend? This Saturday, February Saturday, fourth. Saturday. So as of so listen to this on Friday, so tomorrow we, NXT Vengeance Day.
3: But I think coming to you from and it'll be a live from Charlotte, from the Spectrum Center in Charlotte, Spectrum Center in Charlotte. So on that note,
0: guys, that's all the time we have for tonight. Uh, We did another super show. Hope everyone was wearing their running shoes because we ran a fucking marathon tonight. But when there's, you know, over 20 hours of wrestling every week, you really can't get everything in in, in, and anything less than two hours most of the time. So Mm -hmm. here we are. If you guys enjoy the show, be sure to check us out and support us at New Normal Wrestling on Instagram and at Wrestling Normal on Twitter. Also, if you like this, make sure you hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. And also check out all the rest of the awesome shows we have here on the Fourth Ball Pop Network. Don't forget to hit that, that subscribe button as well. For less than the price of a cup of coffee, you can support the network at two ninety nine dollars a month and get exclusive content from your favorite shows right here on the network as well as some merchandise discounts, and much more exclusive rewards coming your way very soon. So be sure to check out the network at 4th Wall Pop on Instagram and on Twitter for more information on that, how to be a <laughs> subscriber and a member of the 4th Wall fam. So on that note, on behalf of the podcast king, Wade Ilson, on, be- on behalf of the doctor of Kfabe Kfabe Phil, I'm Johnny Bones. We are New Normal Wrestling. And until next week, I bid you adieu with a goodbye a good night, and I'll see you when I'm looking at you. Bang.